0: The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football?
1: Your sports leader, W.H.S. Shelby, W.L.O.N. Lincoln, W.C.S.L. Cherryville, Gastonia.
2: And we are live today with Shock Jocks. It is Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, there's been basketball going on. Actually, basketball going on currently. But unfortunately, unlike Monday, we are unable to watch it. Because this is one of the days they decided to put it on a paywall Mm -hmm. NBA TV. If you have it, you get to watch it. If you don't have it, sorry, you just got to keep up with it on your phone. I got to keep up with it on your computer. You don't even get to see it. You just got to wait for highlights. Hunter Yancey here along with Kevin Hastings and Zach Mayhew here for your Wednesday episode of Shock Jocks. We want to thank everybody that tunes in and watches this as well. also want to give say a big thank you for everybody that shares the stream. We Again, today we are on YouTube. So go ahead and share it out amongst your friends. That's the only way people are going to find out about us because, you know, these algorithms, Kevin... These algorithms, they just don't like us, and it really doesn't make any sense because I don't remember the last time I tried and pissed off an algorithm. You know, I didn't do anything <laughs> to it. I, it's not my fault.
1: I don't even know how to comment to that.
2: I don't understand. Check, check.
1: Doing our mic checks here. You guys hear me all right? No, right? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, here. we're here. We're here. Yeah, uh, like and share, folks. Hit the notification bell. They're at the bottom. Uh, likes and shares uh, are the number one way to get... Uh, uh, get us out there, you know, Hunter. The, the big corporations and the, these big guys—they they get they, it basically for free, almost. They pay for their followers and advertisers a lot of, them. Yeah, that's and so little, little, little extra self promotion. So if anybody wants to, we need to get a like a PayPal account or something. Hunter, see if you wants to donate
2: to us. Ooh, that'd be really nice.
1: <laughs> but uh, I want to welcome everybody to the broadcast. Good afternoon, everybody. Kevin Hastings, Hunter Yancey, Zach Mayu, uh, in the house. We've got some all kinds of things to talk about. Like Hunter was was mentioning there just a moment ago about um, NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about all the game ones, uh, predictions for the rest of the series, talk about the schedules for today and tomorrow. Uh, we've got Major League Baseball to get into, standings, uh, stats, and more. Uh, NFL, NCAA football, we've got some news coming across there. That the players are trying to, to force their way into, uh, into playing. We've got NASCAR news this weekend from, uh, had the road course in Daytona. Talked a little bit about it Monday. Jimmy Johnson revealed a new paint scheme today for Darlington. It's pretty interesting. You guys, I'll show you in a little bit. Let's see. Zach man convicted in the death of Michael Jordan's dad granted parole. Yeah. I've Seen that today. Uh, you know, and to me, it's, it's kind of a weird, what kind of system do you have if you're part of a murder and you don't you, you you get out of jail <laughs> i mean that his dad don't get out of anything no uh, so there's that uh gordon hayward out four weeks with an ankle sprain does that mean the end of the celtics
2: oh that was that was something i was going to touch on whenever we got to it so keep Hornet, going
1: hornets news uh the tra- not even good news tra- well this one's not the one you're talking about oh okay <laughs>
2: oh oh okay never mind
1: training bubbles okayed for non nba bubble teams.
2: No, oh, so they can actually practice. They can practice.
1: All right. They can practice. Not can the other together. thing
2: that's making national news. No. Uh, somebody. Is, somebody is an idiot.
1: We had just gotten an email uh, I, I, from him. We'll get into that in just a second. North Carolina uh, preps to, to, to talk about. We've got major league baseball, NFL, NBA. Uh, a little bit of everything. Andre had a soccer hat on yesterday. That, that Ooh, was, he had an Atlanta FC hat on. He didn't. He didn't know what well, it was. He just that's
2: okay. They've won an MLS Cup within the last three years, so no. that's okay.
1: Well, the Raptors went on a six-zero run. They've cut the lead twenty-six twenty-two in the first quarter. Um, let's start there. We'll, we'll start with our local team, the Hornets. Hunter. Um, <laughs> mm. So uh, they'll they'll get to restart in the training bubble. Uh, the lottery is tomorrow night. I didn't know if y'all knew that. No, I did oh, not the know The NBA that. lottery is tomorrow night. I figured night.
2: they would move it because the season obviously been mm-hmm. flip-flopped and put on top of its head.
1: They always do the lottery in the first round sometime, usually so.
2: Um, my question is, though, with the Hornets and this practice, is, is it basically going to be a practice bubble where they practice yeah. against each other? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, because if it's just – oh, you guys can go to your own arena and practice now. I'm like, oh, buddy, we've been doing that for months, about a month. I now. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's just weird. Is it, like, going to be weird. in a centralized location? No, no,
1: no, no, no. You just, you're you so got you, it right the first time.
2: So that's all it is, is they just can go and practice. Yeah. It's not even, oh, the other teams that were invited can come in and scrimmage us. No. It's, then, okay. <laughs> than this bullshit. <laughs>
1: They're getting to practice. They the get. Hornets. Oh, imagine you getting to practice. practice time.
2: Oh, my word. Well, they uh, listen, they need a whole lot more than just practice. Let's see. Allen Iverson would be appalled right now. Practice? They've been approved talking about practice. to
1: have voluntary group workouts at their facilities beginning in mid-September.
2: Oh, so they can't even start now. No. It's just, eh. The It'll agreement allows for
1: players to work out while residing in a campus-like environment and includes comprehensive health and safety protocols for all players.
2: I'm about sick and tired of this already.
1: <laughs> yeah, me and Zach, trust me and Zach, just having a conversation down the hall about uh, a lot of this. You know, some people have loved ones in, in 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 the nursing homes, and then they won't even allow you to see, see them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, that can't be mentally good for anybody. And no. and what the, the folks in the homes, out of the homes, uh, family and everybody, um, you know, it's it, it's it's not it's not good, you know zach and and then um, when you go to the hospital you're by yourself too, like, like like some some of these older folks they need help they need they they need someone there with them and and to help make decisions and kind of putting them on their own is I don't know, I'm not a fan of how some of this is I, I
2: also kind of found it hilarious. Now the colleges were just like, Oh shit, we weren't expecting this day one, really. <laughs>
3: then, then, then really, expecting the, the little, little ones because we just had it happen in there. He walked in there and tried to shake Judah's hand or bump his bump. Him and he <laughs> I says, no, I can't
1: touch it. It's coronavirus. Oh my god, Seven. Hunter, I went in there. I said, I said, Judah, fist bump, buddy. What's up? He goes, mm, mm, I can't. I said, Why? Corona. <laughs> <laughs> mommy said not touch anybody like, somebody's been listening <laughs> to the mama too much oh he, man uh yeah he, he didn't oh, want to give me a fist bump um well you know we talked uh high school sports the other day about north carolina is one of the last four uh states to make a decisions act and uh they, they finally have come back and made decisions decisions on what they're going to do um if it'll let you give you an idea you know they say this is a political but if we'll, the stat here's a stat for you 25 out of 26 Republican governors are sending these kids back to, to school and to play sports 15 of 24 Democratic governors are not sending them back so it, it, it's it, it's right down party lines and, and, and we and and anytime anybody's asked me what I expect and as far as North Carolina goes my answer Zach has always been you got a Democratic governor yeah he kicked out the Republican convention. He won't allow us to watch our sports. Go to NASCAR races. Do you think he's about to? You, you, he's going to do whatever's best for him, his, his political party, and you know the the anti-Trump agenda. And so, when you look at the look at it that way, you, you, it sometimes makes you sick, honey. You don't even want to talk about it because you know it, some of this is political. Well, you know it's not just that, but it's
2: political. like you, we can talk about it. But no matter what we say. Right. We know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I give this, because what, they've already shut down Lincoln County schools already. No, they've, no, one, they one, sent them home. One school, just one? What does, okay, I was going to say, that's right. Iron but won't long, but it won't be long. But it won't be long. It won't be long. And what was it? It was, exactly. and was, was, it was a day. Would, it was right. a
1: day. Did they tell you the same thing with sports? Did they tell you, have they anybody announced on TV or anywhere that if one kid gets it, we're shutting the whole school down? Mm-hmm. And so, or if two kids, well, they no, nobody's ever said the number. And here we mm-hmm. are again going back to school. Uh, and, and again, hate to be political with it. It just seems to me, Hunter, that North Carolina waited because of a couple things, and, and Tom poo-pooed it. But, you know, Zach, the, the, these schools get funding based on how many kids they have. If you say we're not going to have sports on, on August 1st, how many thousands of kids, or hundreds, not maybe not even a thousand, are going to move to Virginia, I mean, Tennessee, South Carolina and Georgia to play sports, and so if you push, keep pushing back. Oh, we're gonna wait two weeks. Oh, we're gonna wait two weeks. Well, now it's sept- almost September, and then you're gonna you're gonna say, oh, now we're gonna play in the spring. But see, that's what I was so getting at kids... with
2: so I think Iron Station is just gonna be the the first domino in this. Right, exactly. there will be more that follow, and eventually it'll get to the point where they said, well, you had to be in seat to play sports. If we don't have anybody in seat, guess what? No sports. They're just gonna cancel high school athletics.
1: I think they're building up to – they're going to do part of that. I think they are think they want to play in the spring, but I, I think the way they did it now is to keep their federal funding. Uh, that That's my theory. That's my idea. You, you can say yes or no. It's predicated on two things.
3: It's predicated uh, who, on who, the who, governor already who, saying
1: you can't have Washington. That's who's going to
3: get in and North Carolina governor uh, uh, in November and who's going to be the president in, in November is going to be what predicates it. That's, that's, that's if, if Biden gets in, it's going to – it's going to disappear. Sport, it's going to be, be sport, the greatest thing ever.
1: Sport, the, the reason Hunter, or, and that we go to sports is to get away from this stuff, mm-hmm. to not deal with this stuff, is to, is to do something else. Right. Like, you don't watch Days of Our Lives, and they start kneeling at the national anthem or, or, or making political statements. I would imagine. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch it like that. But, you know, with the kids, you know, you, you're thinking they're going to South Carolina, that, that they might go to Georgia. I, I just... I don't know what they're going to do in, in in the first session, this first semester or first section of the school year. Zach ends November fourth. <laughs> but <laughs> the, but exact, see,
2: and then I'm looking at it this way time. though. I'm not even I'm not even going to try and make it political. I'm yeah. just looking at it this way. How I don't understand because I've said this about I said this about the MLB when they first started canceling games, and I'm saying it now about the schools and especially the colleges at the same time. What? What the hell did you expect was going to happen when you started letting these kids back on campus? Oh, yeah. Like, what is the goal? You should have figured maybe one or two of them were going to have it. Oh, we had a couple hundred people that have it. Well, how many of them are, like, we we like to say, how many of them are, like, are deathly sick and are going to go on ventilators? Right. How many of them can't just sit in their dormitory, maybe self-quarantine, do their online classes anyways, and then go back to class in two weeks? Right. Like, just self-quarantine. Because what people don't realize now is, A lot of these schools that saw what happened to the University of North Carolina their first few days on Mm. campus, 130-plus people, and they're all like, oh, crap, we thought we were going to be on campus. Well, now we're back to doing nothing but online. Think about how mad these students and these parents should be. If you moved in, the parents that are that helped you move in that weekend, whether it is to a dormitory or thinking about it, someone that's paying for student living Mm -hmm.
3: that's off that's off campus. She said, "Do you think that they got them in just to get the money for the student
1: living and then shut them out?" I'm telling. I I hate to say it that way, but that's how people act. What it looks. Listen, I'm think about it. The people act ag-
2: because you can't sit here and think that the universe that these colleges are dumb enough to think they're just going to come back and nobody's going right. to have it. And they, and they and nobody's no going to have it.
1: There's no goals. We're we're in these universities. And we have no goals of like like you said. Is it is it ten? Is it five? Is it 0?
2: And it, look, and it, I will admit never the hundred and thirty on the first day. That's a little alarming, but like I said, how many of them? have severe symptoms where they might have to go to to the school's hospital and sit on a vent but probably not many because they were able to move in that weekend and be able to go there that's just what's so crazy to me and because now and that obviously ties into sports Right, because now they're wondering: Well, should the ACC, since North Carolina's is part of it, should they even play sports? Should they even? Should football season even start? It's going to trickle down to the SEC here in a minute. Should the SEC even play? Old crazy! Paul Feinbaum's already been on the television saying, "Hey, I don't think it's a safe idea because there's no bubble." Well, here's the thing about the the, the college, <sighs> but the but what's so crazy is they won't listen to the players because the players are saying we want to play. Well. They don't uh, listen. College students, if this is your opportunity, at least college athletes to unionize. Look at what they're basically telling you right now: we really don't give a shit what you say. We're going to do it our way. For a
1: college coach to say, you know, it's a different kind of kind of with the high school kids. Like, why do you have to go be in school Mm -hmm. to play sports when it seemed like you would double double infect them or double their chances of infection now. As far as the college coaches go, Coach K came out and said we can't afford to lose the NCAA tournament again. Who can't afford to lose the NCAA tournament?
2: The conferences, the coaches can't,
1: can't. and the conference. Who, who, who can't say, afford it? The conferences the, the, and the coaches. The players can't. aren't getting paid, right? So who can't afford it? Well, Coach the people Cal
2: who, the people and a lot want. of other people are trying to get it set up where there is a bubble set up for so, college basketball. The reason
1: that's what they're going to do. What the, what, what mm-hmm. Coach K means when he says they can't afford it is means. Duke isn't going to get their TV revenue, which isn't going to pay my nine million dollars salary. It's not. It ain't got nothing to do with they can't afford for five people to show up and play a basketball game. it's, it's that we can't afford it to do it because we've got to pay our coaches? Think about it. Zach. If 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 they were only concerned about the health and safety of the kids, and if they were oh, their other biggest concern was that these are student athletes, right? Number one, we're students first, mm-hmm. Then we shouldn't play sports okay (laughs) then they shouldn't play sports at all so shouldn't save and say you know what wouldn't this be in coach k you know what it would be best Mm -hmm. if we all just took a year off we concentrated on our schooling we got Kyrie in a scientific class that shows him about the (laughs) earth being round right we've but but what i mean by is that say Alabama's got 110 players on the roster, 85 scholarships, you only dress 45-50. Should those 40 people, Zach, that have no chance of ever playing in the NFL, even the walk-ons, even be allowed to be on the practice field? I wouldn't even allow them. That, that's if we're going to play. Now if you're going to say, well, the best thing is for it is because they're student athletes and we want them to be safe, then, then guess what, guys? You don't play football this year. You don't. No. You don't play sport now. I'm. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not on that end. What I'm right. saying is that the arguments they make are all hypocritical. Oh yeah. It's all about them wanting their their big million dollar paychecks. It's not about well, the kids' safety. Right. If it was, they wouldn't play. They, and if they do, they wouldn't let those forty extra people even are around the team. And I just don't think that these. I think the coaches with the Sabins and the K's want their. And the
2: their reason why I, I just don't understand it either <laughs> is because. I said I applauded what the NFL did by setting a cutoff saying by this date if you're going to opt out you should other than that you're accepting the risk. You understand the risk of coming back. That's that's the exact same thing that these universities essentially did when they told these kids you can either come back to campus but there will also be online. And then all of a sudden we're all up in arms that kids actually came back to campus and had it? What? Like I'm saying you can't you can't fool me and make me think that i'm dumb for thinking there's no way you didn't expect this to happen if you're a major university think about it you got kids they they don't all just live on campus all year long okay people go home Mm -hmm. they go home that was the biggest problem and that was what was so crazy because i think notre dame just flipped back to all online classes but originally the the uh what do they call it? The chancellor? Is that who it is? The guy, that the president of the university. Originally, the, he, what he wanted to do was when they're on campus, keep them here and don't let them go home for, for uh, fall and spring break.
3: What do you think about the way that they, I mean, it, it, whether it's sports or whether it's even in the world that we see, let's look at the, the, um, the rational thinking that they don't have. They let people out of jail. Because the coronavirus is so dangerous, right? They did. If the mask worked, why would not we just give them a mask when they was in jail? Mm -hmm. Number two, they sent the kids to school. (laughs) But they're letting people out. So it's the same argument for, you know, what we're talking about there. Letting the kids go to school. If it's Mm -hmm. this really bad virus, we're going to let people out of jail. Or, oh, we can't let anybody get together. But when, you know, the coaches, oh, we want to get them together because we ain't going to get our salaries paid. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. They're making their... their,
2: there's nothing congruent. It's all, it's all over the you
3: place. So You've
1: got a lot of people, presidents, chancellors, coaches, administrators making tons of money yeah. off these yeah. deals, and that's what they say when they can't afford it. Um, coach Kiffin, uh, Hunter's favorite coach, uh, Lane Kiffin. I do like Lane Kiffin. Says that, uh, and, and I mentioned this last weekend, and Tom and Terry kind of poo-pooed it. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember if Hunter did it either.
3: They always
2: poo
1: and but stuff. But <laughs> I just thought I just thought that, and I might be wrong on, on if it might have been just Terry, but um, about saying that the Big Ten players should be able to transfer immediately if they're not going to play. And
3: I I over, know I didn't poo poo that because I I, that was been my you, you, question are all the time. Saying they should be able to. Oh yeah, no, if they want to play in
2: the fall, absolutely. Yeah, they they that wasn't well, their decision. No, well, there's also
1: no guarantee that there's going to be a game of, uh, uh, in the spring.
2: Yeah, there's no guarantee.
1: So what if you what if your team what if you stay in high school Instead of going early to a college, and instead mm-hmm. of going in the spring, and then and then you stayed to play spring ball, and then they canceled spring ball. So I don't know, you, man. You end up staying a whole extra semester well, that you didn't. Need we're to already or want seeing
2: to. what I knew was going to happen. Another local kid, big name in the in the United States too, has opted out from football. Sage. So Sage Surratt. Sage
1: Surratt, wide receiver, Wake Forest.
2: Wide receiver, Wake Forest. He is on Mel Kuyper's. He's actually the 24th highest ranked player on Mel Kuyper's big board coming out next year. So he's got pretty big. That's, that's pretty big, especially for a local grown kid, all right? But who started it at the college level? It's another local kid, Caleb Farley. So he started it too. But those are both ACC, ACC kids. And I knew we would start seeing it as soon as the NCAA came out and said we will not be playing for a national championship. It is basically just going to be <sighs> for your conference championship. Now you have all this stuff coming out where the, the the schools are like, oh, we can't be having all these kids on campus anymore because look at this. It was a huge outbreak on day one. Uh, this is not going to shock me, if, oh, especially if the Big Ten doesn't overturn it and decide to play in the fall, if almost every single Ohio State starter opts out. I know Justin Fields is doing a great job by pushing, like getting uh, the uh, petition signed to try and get the Big Ten to reinstate the fall season, but it would not surprise me if he gets an inkling and the rest of them that know they're going to get drafted and when they say, you know what, (sighs) Sage has done it at Wake Forest. Caleb Farley's done it at Virginia Tech. Teams that probably didn't even have an opportunity to play for a national championship, if there was one, why should we play? Why should we play? It's the same thing that you could say about Trevor Lawrence now at Clemson. Why should Trevor there's, Lawrence play? There's no reason. There's no way. Out there. Especially if you're a top five pick, regardless. Maybe even a first rounder. There's no reason.
1: So I got Sage here. This is uh, NFLDraftNetwork.com. Dra- They've got him at 48th overall as the one two three six eighth best wide receiver.
2: I'll tell you what, though. Some people could say, "Oh, he should be higher." Some people will argue that, "Oh, he should be lower to me." I, you know what I think that's just perfect for him. I think it's perfect for him the but he's now taking himself out of an opportunity to work his way up that draft board, but he's also taking himself out of an opportunity of getting hurt, which is fine it's just it's just one of those things now that comes down to I need people to start putting concrete numbers when they're saying we're canceling things. I need people to stay. we're, we're, we're this, is the, this is the exact number we're getting to, and then we're sending kids home. You've got all of these parents now that probably weren't expecting that, that they need to go and spend a couple hundred dollars on a laptop. Now they got to go. You have these school systems now. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, I'm in school for IT. I'm in school for, I, for technical support, Internet. Okay, now you've got all these school systems. What did you say? Who was it? Gaston County? It was almost the whole Gaston County uh, school system because it doesn't just work for high school. that, That school system is over high school, middle school and elementary school, IT stuff and it crashed. So now you with people forcing their hand having to go all online this is not going to be straight and everything straightened out, and the college is not going to be this way either because they have to do a flip of a switch. They thought they were going to have some online classes too. Now everybody's wanting to go online after a couple, you know, I get the North Carolina thing was kind of extreme, but maybe there's 10 or 20 cases that per college, and they just flipping out. They're just flipping out. So this is going to take a while for anything to get back to normal. And you guys are probably sitting here that are listening like, well, you guys are sports. Why are you talking about this? Because it is going to affect sports. Yeah, big time. This is going to affect sports because the chancellors at these universities, president, chancellor, whatever the hell you want to call it. You you couldn't tell me right now the chancellor or the president, whatever he's called at the University of North Carolina is not biting at his fingernails saying maybe, maybe not. Maybe we don't need to play sports. I just don't know. Right. You you couldn't, I mean, you can't tell me that he's not thinking that, and all these other chancellors aren't thinking it. What's that? I'm just he's talking right, about that. All. Yeah, I know. Kids, I don't have to deal with that yet, but it's understandable. But I was just saying how people could sit here and say, well, you're not talking about sports, but this is going to affect sports because you couldn't tell me that after all this happened day one at the University of North Carolina, that the chancellor, president, or whoever it is, <laughs> isn't kind of biting at his nails saying, do we really need to be playing football? Do we really need to play basketball this year?
1: Oh yeah, you, well they actually are because they need the money. What's that chance for getting
2: that money, huh? Students that signed up to <laughs> go to the university, <laughs> paid for student housing, and then he said, "Well, shit, you guys probably should have just been online anyways. You should just go home."
1: Anytime, you know, these these millionaires start talking about we we've got to play, we've got to play. Like like, think about it, like Zach. You make it, if you've made in Sabin's case or or Dabney's case, mm-hmm. if you've made nine eight nine ten million dollars a year
2: however long you've been coaching
1: what what reason do you have to that that, what reason could you come out and say that your team needs to play (laughs) because it ain't health it ain't it's just it's just weird and i can't i don't trust them at all i was
3: looking up with sage they got him ranked as the 57th overall uh, on on cbs 57th overall yeah this one's
1: got him at 48 so that's what yeah, that's pretty good cool. i mean that's
2: mid
3: second round third that's pretty round. good second third round yeah i don't great. i can't say I, b- I blame him on that
2: i think the only thing that that's gonna it's hurt wake Sage, how good
3: is wake forest
2: well they were pretty good last year but they i like like 6-2. not not a national power but
3: they got him at six three on cbs I th-
2: this is the only thing i think that knocks him he's not a burner He's just, that's he's, true too. He's, he's not a he's, burner. You know, he's hands. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's, he's possession. possession. You got Michael he's Larry. Thomas in the that's what I was about it's...
1: to say he's a lot. He's a lot Michael Thomas.
2: Well, not
3: I, a super good speed, but can catch. Thomas
1: I, a bit I feel than like him, I
2: could probably, I could probably label him so. Michael Thomas a lot better than me just going out and saying he's Larry because Larry was never known for being a burner, but he's always had hands, and so that's kind of like if you just are thinking about your prototypical possession receiver, that's going to be Sage. But I can tell you which one of those two boys is not sitting out if they do have a football season, and that's Chaz because he can't afford to. Yeah, because he still got oh, too he's big, a senior. He's still got too big of a question mark around. Can he play the linebacker at a high at a high level?
1: Sage is two fifteen listed here. Michael Thomas is 6'3", 203. I thought Thomas mm. was bigger. So than that. Yeah, I thought Thomas was big. He's, he he's bigger, looks he looks bigger. Cut. He's basically the same size. As, pretty as Michael size Thomas. pretty good size. Then,
3: uh, what about um, how, how big is uh, uh is Chaz? Chaz is a uh, 6'3",
1: 225,
3: 230. It's because
2: he's had a bit bulk, up. bulk up, just whether you're playing quarterback well, or playing linebacker. Either, huh? No, I know that. <laughs> no. No, I know that. But, I mean, they're similar. They're you're very right, close. Right, right. They're very close.
1: I actually, like, Sage was in high school, Chaz listed at 6'3", and Sage 6'4". Seeing 6'2", on there, that makes me worried that they got an actual real measurement on yep. you. But you've, you've got 6'3", on yours. I don't see why it'd be different. They ought to be going by Wake Forest's, whatever the listing is. Hunter Chaz,
2: uh, he needs this nah, season. Not necessarily. You've I already, think he does. You've already
1: been named a Blitnickoff winner, or 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 whatever a finalist, a finalist, or whatever, or a, a Blitnickoff watch list. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's already on the radar. Right. Once you're on the radar, I don't think it's a. Well, I don't think it's that important to try to improve your draft stock unless you're trying to go from fifth round to first rounder. Because after your first rounder... But
2: do you think he could do it, though? Nah. Could he could go... Well, Listen, the amount of money we're talking, though, too, between a fifth rounder and just, like, a second rounder mm-hmm. is a lot. And potentially, you know how much closer fifth round is to seventh round? <laughs> or being undrafted? I'm telling to me, it could not hurt his draft stock to play this year. If anything, it would just make it a lot higher. I'm not saying he'll be a first round pick, <laughs> but... Who's this guy? I don't know. They got a they got a <laughs> picture on there that's
1: not him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got him fourth in the nation, Hunter. So he's good at a linebacker. He's good, really. Yeah, NFL draft does.
3: That's pretty impressive. He'll get. He might be first round.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he, uh, to a second. It just depends on. Here's the thing: Who's on, coming out on on him. Listed six three two thirty. Obviously, his speed is good enough. To, I, I think he's outside no matter what. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's big enough to play defensive end, do you?
2: No, but he's big big enough to play safety. He'd be
1: like 6'5". Now, safety... He's
2: big enough to play safety. Yeah. Cam Chancer was just as big as him and was a menace. (coughs) (laughs)
1: They don't like putting big safeties out there. Uh, Jamal Adams is close to him, too. Did you see Tanner Muse move to linebacker? I'm not surprised. Um, I I would surely think... Chaz, this is to be closer, faster, or quicker. But, well, but I, to me, Hunter, if he was going to – I think he's going to sit in a linebacker because I don't think North Carolina would have allowed him – I think they would have stuck him at safety mm-hmm. if they were going to. At some point, you got to say, you got to play a position and play it as opposed to – or we're just going to let you leave and go play quarterback. I'm telling you, though – He's fourth right now. I'm
2: just telling you, to me, what is going to dictate whether he works or not is how good Isaiah Simmons, or at least how high he gets picked, is how good Isaiah Simmons plays for Arizona. Because Isaiah Simmons and Chaz are built the same. They both can run that 4-4 speed area. Chaz might be just a tad slower than him. But Chaz is also just a little bit bigger than Isaiah Simmons. And they've got Isaiah Simmons. He He was the hybrid. He was the guy that came out and said, I can play four different positions. He, can, you can line, he said, you can line me up on the slot, you can line me at the linebacker, put me there at an edge rusher, and put me at safety. So I think Chaz could become one of those hybrid players, and really, if it wants to make him, I thought it was going to hurt Isaiah Simmons because a lot of defensive coordinators said, I really just don't know what to do with him. But it might make him more valuable because then the defensive coordinator can say, well, I might not know what I'm going to do with him right now, but I can sure do a whole lot with him. So, compared him to... I don't think he's got the nose to be an inside linebacker, the Mitt Mike. Yeah, I, I, was trying to he... look up, I was trying to look up size, you
1: know, for so, that. So, Luke mm-hmm. Kuechly is 6'3", 238. Chaz is 6'3", 230. He can do it
3: yeah. if he wanted to. I was looking at Erlacher. He's like a beast. He's what, 6'4", 260.
1: What would yeah, that, make,
2: was a, that was a grown man. What would
1: make Chaz... <laughs> put it this way. If he plays middle linebacker, he'll have a bigger name in the NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. if he plays outside, he won't. Because if he plays middle, and here's why I would like, I, I you like a bigger guy in the middle, but in today's NFL, everything's so much really faster. Matter. It don't what matter. About Thomas Davis. Well, well, think about keekley six three two thirty eight. I mean, he surely put on eight pounds in, of muscle. Oh yeah. So Chaz could easily do that. Mm-hmm. But but my thing with Chaz, what would make him such a good linebacker? I mean, a what's the middle linebacker's job? To Read before, that quarterback. before the game. Before the yeah before the play is to read the defense. Spread the word. Being a, quarterback, fin- have a- Being a quarterback, he's got a huge advantage, Zach. Yep. He can look at wide receivers and look at their splits. He can look at his tight end. He can look at the quarterback. He can look at running backs. If he's in the middle making calls, and the only reason Hunter, I don't think Carolina's done it yet because he's very raw at it. Mm-hmm. So, But I think that could be a spot that he could be very good at, it. if not where he starts off in the league in the Thomas Davis position in a nickel where if Luke gets hurt or whoever's in the middle gets hurt, he He's could feeling. easily just fill in and, and do it. But well, I, I, yeah. listen, dude, they've got him at fourth, and they've got Chat Sa- Sage at eight. They're going to make. It. Yeah, they're going to be drafted. Oh, they're yeah. gonna, they're going to come out, and uh, I think they they're, they're going to be okay. Um,
3: Thomas they, Thomas he, Davis six one two
2: thirty. Still big though, like not yeah, six and one, Sage but the two thirty. Ch- Sage is bigger than him. Sage Page. is bigger. That's Chaz is bigger than him.
1: So here's your. I'll, I'll read your. What's the synopsis? Report on, on Chaz. What do they
2: give what are they talking about, Chaz?
1: Oh, pro outstanding physical traits in terms of size, body composition, and mobility, excellent range, lateral mobility, and and his pedal is fluid, whatever that means.
2: I guess maybe his first step. <laughs>
1: Good spring and overall bounce in his step. Really like how quickly quickly he changes directions and covers grounds. Has no issues getting depth and drops and getting outside the tackles to finish. Closes distance rapidly when blitzing. I guess I could. It's because he's fast. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we knew that, right? Um, let's see. That, uh, when when shooting gaps and blitzing performs well in initial action at linebacker, after converting from quarterback. Urgent physical football player. Some impressive zone drops already, where he reads the backfield and fluidity, working through the throwing lanes. Still new to the position. Here's his cons, and it's clear he's developing an understanding of his responsibilities. Still finding consistency as a tackler and setting himself up to finish with correct angles. Some scrapes need to be tighter, so he does inadvertently widen gaps. Block deconstruction and playing off contact is a work in progress, but he certainly isn't shy. Needs more time to gain experience and comfort at the position when it's apparent that that happened throughout the course of 2019. So basically his his weaknesses is once he gets blocked – he doesn't either get off the block or he or, gives up on or, the play or ends up no he ends up in the wrong spot. So so Hunter for example, um, if you're playing the option, okay, mm. and, and and here is what people people that like you know read fantasy football and fantasy basketball they don't understand that people have responsibilities. Whether mm. or not, like my job like the, the wide receiver's job isn't to catch a pass every time. So a, a lot of the time, so at middle linebacker and. and in college, you'll have it with the full well, hell they don't even have fullbacks anymore. No. But but for example, I'll put it this way. One one time I had to move up and play linebacker in a game, and my only responsibility was tackle the fullback because they were running the option. Mm-hmm. So every single play, that whether they they faked it to the handoff to the fullback. Well, there wasn't nobody there that they're hitting but me. So for 20 some straight plays, I just hit the fullback. Yeah. If he had the ball, I made a tackle. Yeah. If he didn't. Somebody else had to make the time. You just hit him. That was the only thing I could have to do, and I th- that's kind of what they're talking about him with his. I would say with his understanding of his responsibilities. So blitz coverage, if they're doing a stun up front, which way am I going? Where am I hmm. supposed to be? Just yeah. simple things like that. But I think, I think he'll be okay. All right. So the Serats, Chaz hasn't announced he's going yet, but I would imagine if his brother is, he would be shortly. Hunter.
2: That's about to say people are enjoying my neck.
1: I, I'm just. I, what I don't get uh, for the folks watching here is that see how far away we are on this one and then I click on this one and Zach's like yeah two inches from from, from it like I don't make it I didn't zoom or anything I didn't do anything different they're <laughs> all cropped the same like why is Zach so much closer like, Hunter just looks far away uh,
2: and I'm not really I don't know
1: <laughs> we're all this we're all pretty much the same distance from the cameras and they all look slightly different. All right, um, I don't know. Call it, but there's your college and high school. college updates. and high school
2: talk. I don't. I'm telling you, I think we'll see the end before we even see the beginning. <laughs> at least at the high school level, definitely. College, they're pushing way too hard, but they know why. And so we all know why. Before I move on, money.
1: Zach, will we go over with you um, my proposals on the uh, size of the high school football teams? Mm hmm. Okay. By how you if you had a certain number of players you're you're a to pretty good. Qualify team. from last
3: year to qualify up. Yeah.
1: All right. Raptors and Nets are tied with three minutes to go in the second quarter, forty seven. And that 47. surprises me. Oh yeah. I, I, I when they said that game's on it, I was like, oh, we ain't gonna have nothing to talk about on that. So let's uh
2: You <laughs> thought it was gonna be a blowout.
1: Let's go through some of these uh these first round games, first round matchups, what we've had so far. Uh Two number one seeds have been beaten. Two number one seeds no, no. are down.
2: Oh, 0 one. one And now, only
1: now, everybody that's walked in this building the last two weeks has picked Portland to beat the Lakers. So, I'm gonna say no surprise from you guys on that um, one.
2: No. Charles
3: Barkley said last night, if Portland wins Game One, they will sweep. sweep.
1: That's oof. <laughs> so. So let's start there. With I don't know if I would. don't know if I would go that far. Backwards.
3: There's this. There's no home field advantage. That's the key. No. That is huge. You're you're playing.
2: You got to get yourself up. Right you get, up. You got to get yourself up. Like I if, been when pant- you're, down, been you're
1: down, been you pay attention to have... the
2: music, any? Yeah, offense uh, defense. not really. You know what I'm talking about, Zach? Like, but, you know, like so in NBA basketball games, you
1: know they play music during the game. Yeah, like it's the only sports they they just the DJs over here having a good Always. time. So when you're at home, you get happy, upbeat music on offense. And then we're on defense. It's mm-hmm. do do defense, do you know stuff like that? So, and you know they miss a shot. It's meow, meow. or somebody like if if LeBron's in town, he makes a shot, two pointer by LeBron James. Devonte Graham hits a shot. Devontae Graham's the greatest
0: comeback yeah. player
1: of all time. Right? You know what I mean? So they I hype wondered, it up for the home right, team. Right. I just wonder because I did see oh, the Nuggets. Them. I did see the Nuggets logo on the court yesterday.
2: Mm-hmm. I think those are just graphics, though.
1: That's that's TV graphic. I think, that's not even I don't before. know if
2: it's a TV graphic or if it's like, you know how sometimes they, probably, they might have the right. light and it's shining down. They probably
1: down. put slides in a light. Either either mm-hmm. way, you know what I'm saying? either way, my question was: Are they treating them like home teams in the music too? Because the only what reason are you calling a team the home yeah. team in this environment if there is no advantage? And the only advantage I can come up with is the fan slash music thing.
2: What there is, is no, no, any weird. Other It's like when we're watching just on television, of course, we hear the fake crowd noise, but the players don't hear the fake crowd noise. But I did see a highlight from Damian Lillard last night after he drains that huge three and he's running back down on defense and he start dancing because they were actually playing music behind him. And he came and they asked him what that little dance was at the end and he said, they played, I think he was like, they played some sort of East Side Jam or something that he liked knew, and he said and I had to get, I had to do it to him. That's he's what
1: he a, said. He's his own rapper. Why don't they play his
2: music? I know, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Like for their home games, just play Dollar Dame. Right. But I don't know. That's a good question because they would have to have something. There's no way they just let them play in silence and where they're just like, get away, Dame. I, they got yeah. I'm I'm no. interested in. in well. the- in the specifics on that,
3: he had a bomb on him last night. That's for sure. Good God, it was like half, he, was,
2: he was like one step over half court, and he ridiculous. made it. So,
1: so there was all kinds of hyperbole going across <laughs> the Twitter and stuff about Lillard, and so Kenny Smith said he's the greatest long distance shooter ever, I saw that. and then Steph Curry responded like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm still here." And Curry shoots forty seven percent beyond yeah. thirty feet. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, forty seven percent past thirty feet. Mm. That's stupid. Dame's at 31%. Yeah. They played last year, the Warriors, without Durant, and he swept them in the Western Conference Finals. So, listen.
3: it's What have you done for me now? And that's what he
1: saw, and that's what he said. Nobody's mentioned Kevin Durant's name in months, have they? Because we haven't (laughs) seen him in months. Last year, nobody mentioned LeBron for months. We didn't see him for months. When you hadn't seen him, what have you done for me? You're right, Zach. Um, So, last night, uh, Gastonia's Hassan Whiteside.
2: Blocked the king.
1: Got five blocks last night. And
2: uh he's doing what they need him to do.
1: He, well, he also had five fouls. He had three fouls in the first ten minutes of him. they're doing
2: he's <laughs> he's doing what need him to do. Is that not what I said the other day? Every throw time him a LeBron body. throws, goes yeah. to
1: the lane, try to block a shot with Whiteside. Yeah. If you foul him, you found him. If not, if you found him, he goes to the line and shoots sixty seven percent. But you can't just let people go to the lane no. and do layup drills. And then no. again, if Anthony Davis and LeBron are your best two players, who are you going to get points from? Where are you going to get scoring from? I don't know. And, and if they, let's say. They well, that's,
2: both, that was on display last night.
1: Let's say if they both, and they don't have three-point shooters, what well, I mean by, is LeBron and Anthony Davis going to two-point you to be able to beat you three-point?
2: Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you going to do? You going to go watch a movie with Austin them, or are you going to stay in here? All right, you go watch a movie. <laughs> i tell them you're coming. <laughs> kid's here today. Yeah. The yeah.
3: kids are here today. He did get a fist bump, so the coronavirus is... is... Well, hey, there you go.
2: <laughs> there you go. But I will say this. We're looking at the Lakers game. I hope they get swept. Listen to, listen, listen <laughs> to this. And I don't like Portland. We talked about plus-minus, I think, Monday, and how it's kind of a second-tier analytical-type statistic, plus-minus. Yeah. And I'm looking here at the starters. I think
3: it's a very important Oh, statistic. yeah. I mean, like...
2: And I'm looking at this here for the starters for the Lakers. Anthony Davis, minus twenty. LeBron, <laughs> minus three. Javelle McGee, minus nine. Danny Green, minus twenty. And Caldwell Pope, <laughs> minus eighteen. And when you're not they weren't scoring. So when you're not scoring, you're
3: gonna have you you're gonna be in a you know plus, the plus minus The
2: only person that so they were all in the minus. Mm-hmm. That was all the starters for the Lakers. The only player in the minus for the Trailblazers was Carmelo Anthony. It was minus two. That's it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Well,
3: I, I I personally hope the Lakers get swept because I love what that will do for LeBron's legacy.
2: <sighs> How are you going to have two of your five starters combined for seven points?
3: Do I kind of feel bad for, for what's happening with the Lakers a little bit because no. they're really not filled in their team that they have, but I hope they get swept. I don't,
2: I don't feel sorry for them I'll never all. feel you bad can't for look. the Lakers. I don't I got that, I don't care if LeBron was on that team or if it was still Kobe's team. I will not feel sorry for well, the Lakers. No, not the because Lakers. Because, what is it? They've got, like, 13 championships or something like that? LeBron... I don't care. LeBron
1: tries to get the best... He's not happy in a series. And this is what was weird to me. Like, he's not happy in a series or, or he doesn't win the series unless one through five his teammates can beat the other guys. Like, it's never... LeBron and a bunch of scrubs, and we're, we're going to outplay you. It's I've got Anthony Davis, I got Kevin Love and Kyrie, I've got Chris Bosh, and Dwayne I've got Wade. Dwayne Wade. I've always got these other guys that, when you add it up, we can beat them three to two on the, on the floor. And then now, it's right now, it's two to three. Like, it's just him and Anthony Davis, and there is no three-point shooting. He had a one, was it, 22, 17, and 15 last
2: night for LeBron. First first
3: time anybody's ever recorded that stat line. Because I did this
0: yesterday
2: or Monday. But
1: who needs him getting 16 assists to Caruso? Yeah. Caruso's 0 for whatever from three-point line. How many passes did LeBron throw to Caruso hoping to get an assist that he didn't get one? So, again, back to Jordan and Kobe. Listen, you can get your assist, you can pass them all you want. But if you're not getting yours, your team's gonna lose. And and they were up six. He can't late. score twenty two hundred and win. They were <laughs> up
2: six. The no. They were up six
3: late. If you're the, the best player in the league, How you take the game
2: it? over. This is what's so bad. He's so running he,
1: the point. He could have walked it up Shannon take the game over.
2: Shannon Sharp made a good point this morning. He said for Anthony Davis to get twenty eight, it took twenty four shots. And for LeBron James to get twenty three it took 20 shots. That's not efficient. That's just not efficient. Usually, it would only take LeBron maybe 10 to 15 shots to get 20, and then he'll go to the line. Both of them, I don't want to think about this. LeBron missed three free throws. Anthony Davis missed five free throws. They're free lost for a reason. Seven. They lost by seven. How many does that add up to? LeBron
1: and eight. Eight. Eight.
2: Eight. Okay, well, close enough. Anyways. No, wonder
1: you didn't, no wonder you didn't pass your Amazon
0: <laughs> test. No, no,
2: I just, me and math, I just try and go as fast <laughs> as I can. But this is the That's easiest fine. math I can tell you. You made a very good point a second ago, Kevin, when you said this. LeBron, numbers-wise, for the past few years, has always tried to have at least one guy up on somebody. Cleveland, you know, he had, as much as people can kind of say maybe he wasn't really a star, but Kevin Love, he had Kevin Love, and he had Kyrie. Kevin Love, I know, was hurt for a few of those series and whatnot, can never really be healthy, and Kyrie's always had his injuries, but whatever. So there we go. There's three of them, right? And then when he was in Miami, there's three of them. There's him, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. So then you could look at them and say, pick your poison. Even then, you could technically almost say it was four, because Ray Allen was still one of the best spot-up three-point shooters at the time after just leaving Miami. But now, because I literally laid this out Monday. This is from Monday. So the Lakers... If we just go based off of your what the starting five that Portland and Los Angeles are putting out on the on the court, the numbers game is in favor of Portland. Who's got the better point guard? Portland's not even close. Damian Lillard. Who's got the better shooting guard? Portland, C.J. McCollum. Who's got the better small forward? LeBron. I'll concede LeBron. Who's got the better power forward? It's Anthony Davis. Who's got the better center? Nurkic. And I'm just talking straight starters.
3: And, and they could bring in Whiteside
2: off the bench. Yeah, but I'm
3: just
2: just talking about Mm -hmm. starters. And let's see how close I got. So I said, we'll give LeBron and Anthony Davis 30 because they can both get 30 easily. With that starting five, they can get 30 easily. So that would just be 60. Damian Lillard can get you 30 easily. Well, Damian Lillard last night had 34. So I was correct on that. I said CJ McCollum can get you 20. He had 21. I was correct on that. So right now we're already... Just based off of the numbers I put, we're hitting. So we're at 50 right now. And then I said Nurkic would get you 15. Mm-hmm. He had 16 points. I literally hit everything I talked about Monday just now. And even if LeBron and Anthony Davis did go out there and score 30 points, they still lose because they would lose 65-60. to
1: Your you're, you're three main guys in the playoffs, write down the number, Hunter, 75. Yeah, they, they need to score 75. They, they, need, they need that many points. Mm-hmm.
2: And um, they and if I probably added this up more, it would it'd probably re- be closer to 70. And the reason
3: that is is because the teams are top-heavy. Right. You, I mm-hmm. mean, it, it filtered back in the day, too, but the teams are so top-heavy now that you only got three scores. Well, you yeah. go into a game. That's
2: if, crazy that I literally game, hit each of these except hit- for LeBron James.
1: Well, just almost every game that like you go into a game thinking that you need 75 from three guys. So just thinking in in, in playoffs, Jordan would get 35. Pippen would get 20, 20. 25. So that's 55. you got so you need, you need 20 come in. From, He's get 12 to 15. You need 15 to 20 from Kucoach or Horace Grant. Yeah. And and that's what you need those 75 from the three guys and then after that you can finish off. What's weird, me and Hunter talked about the other day, you know, kind of that game last night, that's a that's a 90s playoff game. Yeah. 193. Yeah. Like, 100 used to be the goal. Like, so when you see a game like... Because we play defense. Right. You see a game that was 130 to 125. You're like, like what the crap? How important
0: and are layups or dunks and, and free that, throws or And
1: that would have been a,
3: a Phoenix Suns <laughs> later. Yeah. You know, you know late, the later Phoenix oh, when yeah. they had Stoudemire and those guys. That was when they was, you know Steve starting Nash. to score more. Yeah. See, this is what's so,
2: so crazy. Last so, like, night the Lakers said, had 65 yeah. from their top three. Yeah. Yeah. But out of their top two, like just based off of, so we said who who has the advantage out of starting fives? Oh yeah, their top two only put up fifty one, whereas the three over here for Portland, I mean, I practically hit it. So I'm just gonna keep with these numbers. That's still sixty five, regardless. They they smoked them.
3: And you throw in the, the there's no home field advantage. You know, home team advantage. It's not Lakers. No. Star-
1: Lakers starters only got sixty eight points.
2: Yeah, because they had one <laughs> of them that had one horrible. point. That's absolutely Caldwell horrible. Caldwell Pope. One point, JaVel, Javel McGee, McGee seven, or sorry six. Yeah. Add those together, it's only seven points. Yeah. Everybody had double digits for Portland except for one player, and it's just whoever that Gabriel guy is. I don't but know. he did. He only played sixteen minutes. Right. White the rest of the and, starters played. Whiteside played more now, than him, and Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. And,
3: and, and you know, keeping with past history with uh, Danny Green,
2: he might come out
3: and hit you for thirty. The Next game, he might hit Streaky. seven three
1: pointers in a row. Streaky. He ain't done it. They He's were streaky. they were five of thirty two last night from three. Danny had two. He was two of eight. So no matter who no matter who you want to blame, and you can blame him for missing six, but he made
2: two. I mean, look, I'm looking at this, <laughs> and I'm Davis saying missed all five. I'm saying over oh five. Lakers, you should have just started Kyle Kuzma. He had fourteen off the bench. What did Caldwell Pope get you? LeBron, Pope, and Anthony Davis in the starting lineup
1: went one of fifteen from three. And then Kuzma went one of five. So two
2: Avery of Avery Bradley's not there. He's their three point shooter. Two of and a, 20. And a defensive player, too. Mm-hmm. Two Those of 20. Is, I don't 20. know. Listen, I don't know if Portland. I hope they get put out. I don't know. I don't know. The Nets. If, know not know the Nets if, the, uh, you're talking about the uh, Bucks. Uh, Bucks. <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't know if Portland can win this series against the Lakers, but this might go seven.
3: Portland didn't have a great record
1: uh overall for
3: 35
2: and 39 yeah that's they, 14, had, a better, they had a better 14 and than 24 away
1: well well these, two, te- te- these count, two teams but. are the opposite from the regular season the lakers were full boat regular season yeah. for the most part and then now we've got two players out and the portland spent their whole season with injury problems
2: no nerky rodney hood yeah. isn't even here no he's not playing yeah so and that's a huge. He would off he would be taking Gabriel's spot maybe. Well, oh, he'd be starting. Or, or, I mean, I mean, so. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That technically, I know what it was. Ronnie Hood got injured. That's why they signed Carmelo because Hood is a small forward. They needed scoring from the wing play, position. So
1: they are
3: playing three real small. They're playing a three guard, uh, three guard lineup. Mm-hmm.
2: Two, two forwards. I mean, right here it says they got not a small they got forward. Lillard and McCullum point guard shooting guard, but they got Anthony and Gabriel listed at power forwards. <laughs> Are you kidding Anthony me? Anthony
3: ain't never been a power forward. Carmelo
2: Anthony always yeah. been a small forward. He like six foot eight and a hot dog. I
3: mean, and you know what? Hey, if he could get hot in a game and pitch it, pitch it for thirty,
2: I mean, he scored eleven. He was three for eleven, two for five from if, the three if, point if, line. If, if Olympic
1: Melo shows up, they all better go home. So, are you feeling any one of you that the Magic are going to upset the Bucks?
2: No, I don't. I hope they do. I don't I, I really. don't feel as confident. In that game as I do with possibly the Trailblazers beating the Lakers. He beat
1: the Pacers by 12. Uh, Rockets beat the Thunder 123-108. No Westbrook. The only team that I care about got beat
3: last night. Dallas. They didn't play last night. They played not for you. Sorry,
2: but they gave the Clippers everything they wanted. I think they, they got a bad draw.
1: I think I think that's just a draw for 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 they, Dallas. They I, think if, uh, I think I think it was also a
2: and they got their, ass call and they to, got their
3: pl- best uh, second best player through the, ass end of the game. To say
2: weak call to throw out Chris Stops. Um, weak call. If,
1: if they play the Thunder or the Rockets or the Jazz, are we picking Dallas to win? Them?
2: Yes. Uh,
1: Thunder,
3: Rockets, or Jazz. Yeah, over the absolutely. Jazz,
2: over the Thunder. I don't know about the Rockets, but that's if they have. It's at Westbrook. least going
1: to be a good series. Yes, with the Rockets.
2: But see, I think this one's going to be a good series regardless. It was Dallas only an eight-point game. I just don't know. If Dallas. I don't know. I think they're saying. in the
1: same situation. L.A. is, where they only got two main scores.
2: Oh, you're talking and about how the Lakers are right now. I think now? Dallas and, that's and the Lakers. Chris stops and and are
1: in the same positions yeah. with their lineups. Luka. And if they played each other, I think it would be an outstanding series watching them play each other think about because Porzingis they're gonna they're gonna they're and gonna anthony davis they're, they're Luka going to LeBron.
3: LeBron. they're going to cancel each other out and right. whoever they the best role players is gonna
0: mm-hmm.
2: win
3: the game because the stars are gonna cancel each other out luca's gonna be a double I, I was about
2: to say i don't they won't necessarily just cancel each other out but you won't stop them you know what you'll get from each of them the the biggest x factor though between like if dallas was to play the lakers It's the same thing that Charles said would be the reason that the Lakers would win. Is Anthony Davis going to show up? You know, last night in the fourth quarter, he had two points. And you remember what Skip said? He had two points! On
1: Monday, I I reminded Hunter that he only averaged three points in the regular season in the fourth. Skip said when they they got Anthony Davis, and when they got LeBron,
3: they both, neither one of them's an alpha. They both shrink when the spotlight's on. They have nobody to take over the game.
2: I said that Monday because... Now Anthony just Anthony Davis has been in the playoffs before. Just now he's with a different team and he actually has another superstar with him. But Drew Holiday was never bad with him in New Orleans, and he's only ever made it out of the first round one time. He's been in the league what seven eight years now. Mm-hmm. Before that he was just getting swept. He just and he can be dominant. I mean he scored twenty eight last night, still on an absolutely horrid night shooting, mm-hmm. but. You're going into crunch time and you only get me two points? How many times can we sit here and say Michael or Kobe only had two points? In the, or even LeBron had two points in a fourth quarter. I don't know about that. Probably but, never. Never. Unless they were just injured and, and had to come out. But even then, Kobe would have shot on a I think, torn Achilles. I think, uh, That's what he did. I think
3: LeBron stunk it up in the in the, the Denver series. I mean, the uh, Dallas series years ago. So Yeah, but
2: I don't know if he only had two points in a fourth quarter. Yeah, he, he might have had four. He
1: got smoked by Dirk.
2: He might have had four, but I don't know if it was just necessarily two. So to me, the most intriguing series out of everybody that's in the first round is Portland and the Lakers because that's the only opportunity I see where the eight seed could upset the one seed. I think Orlando just got lucky, and I really don't want to just use the L word and say that they were lucky, but <laughs> the, I think they just were because Chris Middleton did not show up. Did you know that they paid Chris Middleton a max contract? Yeah. Idiots.
1: So, I'm, I'm going to see, see what you think about this comparison as far as Giannis goes. So, regular season.
2: Giannis is um, Orlando Shaq?
1: No, he's... This is a different sport.
2: Okay, different sport.
1: He's Cam. So, what I mean by that, if you're playing him in the regular season... Are, are all 16 of your games designed to stop a running quarterback who, mm-hmm. whose main play is to th- throw a swing pass to the running back? How many defenses are, are every week see something like that? They don't. So when you play Cam in the regular season or you play one of these running quarterbacks in the regular season, say Lamar Jackson, you can get beat. Mm-hmm. You can get caught. Put it that way. Then you get in the playoffs. Well, all of a sudden, all the defenses are good. All the teams are good. All the teams are trying hard. They're designing defenses around Giannis. I'm not saying they're going to shut him down. I I'm going he sa- still what, had
2: 30 in a loss. What I'm
1: saying, the preparation that you have mm-hmm. against a, a physical specimen. like Hunter, if you're getting paid $10 million against a physical specimen in a regular season, you're not going to risk your life, limb, and body for that. But if it's playoff time? He's getting fouled. Well, so it's I'll say this, different. too. It's just a little bit different. Do you
2: know what he reminds me of? It, it, it goes, it's another comparison, another football comparison. The Bucks right now remind me of New England and Tom Brady last year. You know what Tom Brady's going to give you? What's everybody else going to give you? Yeah. What, what does his surrounding cast look like? And because think about it. The only difference between the Bucks and the Patriots of last year is the Bucks have they've solidified their one seed. Patriots messed around, lost maybe one too many games last year, didn't quite have the one seed, didn't even have a top two seed, so they had to play again in, a, in the first round. But to me, it's one of those things where we, going into that game against Tennessee, we were like, okay, we know what Tom Brady's going to do. Is he going to have help? Are the wide receivers going to show up? Are the running backs going to show up for him? We know that that defense is good, but are they going to be able to score points? And now here we are with Milwaukee. I know what Giannis is going to do because, like I said last night in that loss, he had one. He had thirty-one in thirty-four minutes. Well, he almost was scoring a point a minute, and he was three from seven from the three-point line.
3: Here's here's what here's the takeaway I take from it. It's this those little statistics. Yes, you could look at their free throw percentage. <laughs> Oof. Ninety. Four point seven for the Magic. Now that's uh, that is over your head.
2: Sixty-four percent for Milwaukee. I'll tell you what, Giannis needs. Giannis reminds me, and everybody, my best friend hates it when I say it. He reminds me of a young LeBron. He's not great at shooting a three right now. He's dominant when he gets in the paint. And he can't shoot free and throws.
3: Do you know who missed the most free throws? <laughs> it was Giannis. Mm-hmm. So.
2: And what he needs go. to do is definitely make sure he can hit free throws because in, with his play style, he's always getting hacked.
3: And, you, you, I mean, his his stat line was off the chart. I mean, Oh, yeah. 17 As, rebounds, 7 assists, uh, what was it, 35 points?
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, 30, 35, 31. 31 in 34 minutes, so yeah. literally yeah. almost a point a minute.
3: So, I mean, his, his stat line was off the chart, but free throws matter. Kids, if you're listening to me, <laughs> learn how to shoot a free throw. It might win you an NBA championship.
2: I'm just saying. It's cr- sad
3: that you got these players that are this talented that cannot hit a free This throw. is another
2: one that didn't show up for me, and it's kind of, and it doesn't make any sense. Brooke Lopez. He, he was horrible. He was horrible. How are you going to go 0 for 4 from the three-point line when I've seen you all during the regular season be absolutely money from the three-point line? I don't understand. Did this, the light shine brightest and he didn't know what was happening? I, that's just crazy to me. And it's my buddy. My best friend literally is a, he's an Orlando Magic fan. So I know he was just all up in arms and so happy about this. But I hate to tell him I, Vucevic going for 35, and that went, I don't think it happens again. No. But I'll tell you what Giannis probably goes for 30 again. Chris Middleton might actually show He'll up, up. He'll up his. And Brooke Lopez will not just be minus 11 on the night and Plus, only score five points.
3: They got 15 out of Mark uh, Mark, uh, Mark uh, Fultz. I can't think of it. Was- Marco Fultz,
2: he's gotten better but I, st- I still can't get over the kid in the with the 76ers when he was there literally saying he forgot how to shoot forgot how to shoot light was just too big for him the mat, the bucks 56 and 17 on the season this is they I do not see them losing another game in this series I could see they them should. a gentleman sweep well, they did the same exact thing. or No, I'm sorry. The Magic did the same exact thing last year to Toronto. They won the first game against Toronto, and guess what? They got reverse swept. Gentleman's sweep. So could it happen for the Bucks? Yeah, sure. There are tons of opportunities. There, Like I said, we're getting five games already unless the Magic just go on some sort of historic magical, ooh, play on words, a magical run. And sweep the Bucks, but I don't see that happening. So, to me, I don't, I don't understand because that's one of the that's one of the best defensive teams in basketball, the Bucks. And you, so far in the bubble, you went three and five, so you had a losing record through the throughout the eight games in the bubble, and then you lose the first game that actually matters for you, which is the first round of the playoffs.
3: You know, you're talking about what they did in the bubble, and uh, I kind of hated it for Phoenix as good as they were playing that they didn't, you know what I'm saying? They were were lights out.
2: Uh, I think there should have been a concession somewhere that says if you go undefeated in the bubble, you are automatically, especially in the West, because I think they were setting it up for a play-in game anyways, you were the one to get in the play-in game because as much as Memphis and Portland was entertaining, I think Phoenix and Portland would have been just as entertaining. Yeah because um, it and is unfortunate. They literally, uh, they did what they needed to do, which was go flawless, and, the interest, and they and they didn't even have opportunity.
3: Inter- interesting thing that's going to come up is, uh, when's Booker a free agent?
2: <laughs> I Listen, I don't think it's far off, truthfully. Uh,
3: because he is a stud, and, and uh, he's going somewhere.
2: I- oh, yeah. Unless they absolutely throw the book at him. His contract right now keeps Booker in a Suns uniform through 2023-2024 season. So give it three, well, that's three years, right? Yeah, because it'll be like start of twenty the 23 season, it rolls over into 2024. So okay. give him three years, three, three and a half years, his contract will be up. But now look at it this way. The Suns just went 8-0. Do they just build off of this, and then all of a sudden are a playoff contention team for the years to come? Yeah, okay,
3: they can be, and you know they'd had to go back to their you know prominence when they you know they had the Stoudemire days, and they had mm-hmm. Nash, and they had um, before that they had the Barkley and, and yeah. those guys. I mean, it, it ain't like it's a it's a no man's land.
2: No, it's not no man's land. It's definitely doable. And they already have a very good young core. Kelly Oubre was injured during this whole thing, but he's a good young small forward. He's kind of flamboyant, but I don't really care about that. Rodman was, too, and was a beast. So Kelly Oubre, Kelly Oubre is very good. Andre Ayton, I think. DeAndre Ayton is very good. Okay, he's young. He'll be able to just continue to evolve his game a little bit. He'll. I think basketball maybe one day should go back to where the center is dominant. Or is at least plays a larger part in the game than just standing out at the three point line and maybe just getting a rebound to kick it back out to a three point shooter. Um, but Devin Booker being with the Suns, if they if they just piggyback off of what they just did in the bowl next year, they will be a problem. There'll be a problem. But I don't I don't know. Maybe that's just a that's just a big maybe because they're gonna have to throw a lot of money at him because. Big market teams are going to throw a lot of money at him for him to come out here and say, hey, there's an opportunity for you to win a championship somewhere else than just being in Phoenix. And there's another player that's going to fall into that trap too, Milwaukee, with Giannis. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, after this year, Giannis' contract is up.
3: Oh, yeah, because that's what the uh, the the Warriors are you know banking on. They're going to get Giannis.
2: Somebody's banking on trying to make uh, a move for Giannis. I was, and uh, it's you g- can
3: win anywhere in the NBA.
2: If the you magic,
3: put, if the
1: magic put the bucks out, he's
3: has
0: Because it's
1: one. We was talking about Booker. You need three people. Mm-hmm. So, to me, why would you go to a place if you were still going to be the number one person if you didn't know that there's going to be two other stars? I'll tell you exactly it's,
2: a place where he could thrive, and it's not big market. I mean, he could thrive in Indiana. He could thrive in Miami. Well, Miami's a big market, but I'm just saying in Indiana because you, need, you need, would have Oladipo as one of the extra guys that could be a part of that. Yep. And TJ Warren shows up every now and then. They got great and center in Miles Turner. The problem is that's like what I was saying. Chris Middleton is your max player, but to me, he's not even worth it. Like how I just, I how can he be your two and you expect to win it? I all?
1: wouldn't pay him because he's that ugly. But ah, he really <laughs> is. Holy
2: <laughs> cow. I'm You're sorry. not even joking. I'm sorry. He's on he's on the <sighs> he's on
1: the all time ugly list. Jeez,
2: he is, man. It's <laughs> he's it on is there. not even close. He's on there with
1: Willie McGee from St. Louis. Um, um how about Willie just uh I well I'll say it in baseball. Just remind when I say the Cardinals in just a few
3: minutes. Um we was talking about uh the the line for the magic and the Bucks and the biggest thing that sh- that shot out to me was ninety four point ninety four percent free throw percentage for the magic Ooh. and sixty four for the Bucks.
1: They they shoot as bad as LeBron does from the line. Uh moving over to uh my picks for the to, for the championship was Toronto and Denver. Uh Denver wins in overtime by ten. Um off the bench, Zach eleven minutes. Plumlee, two points. Dozier, twenty po- uh, twenty minutes, three points. It's time to unleash the secret weapon. It's time to let Bobo out of the gates. Cause those two ain't doing shit. And, and you know, <laughs> I mean, why? Why? Well, let's play Dozier and Plumley, thirty-one points, so they can get five, 31 minutes, they get five points. You don't horrible. think he's getting five and thirty-one and minutes? They, and they,
3: you know they got. Uh, um, and it goes back, and I hate to even bring up how how horrible the Hornets are in drafting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I can't think of his name right now for Denver. Um, the guy that had the back injury. Michael Porter Jr. Yes, thank you. They mm-hmm. could
2: have drafted it. Yes. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Why would you not just wait? We suck anyway. Why would you just wait? Well, what's it going to matter to let somebody suck playing? Or We got Miles Bridges that year. Why would
1: you not just take Michael Porter Jr.? Here's, here's my message. He was a one. Here's my message for anyone in charge of drafting for the Charlotte Hornets. who Have a one-on-one tournament, and whoever wins, pick that guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, because he can get his own shot.
1: Right. 100% right. No more. He's got potential to be a good point yeah. guard. He's got potential. I don't want to see another big man with potential ever <laughs> drafted in the first I round by another, the Charlotte Hornets. I do not want another Noah Vonley. Nobody at 6'8 and above who can't shoot at all should ever be drafted by the Hornets ever again. They've they've got they've got and, plenty of prospects. And you know But but for the love of God, <laughs> have them play one on one. Rank them in the in the order of who won. That's it. That's listen,
2: all I was Michael, now. All Listen, Michael, draft the one that looks at you and says, I'll take you on, because you might have a gamer and on your hands. Now,
3: I just looked up to see where we might land in the draft. and They got us projected at fourth now, and they're saying we, what? Might, we might be able to get the guy that uh, didn't get to play for Memphis this year the center, and I'm going,
2: please no. How are y'all sitting at fourth? What they're not taking like for the
1: draft. 5-11 yeah. just depends on how I was about to
2: say, the lottery works say If out. anything, the one person that I've been preaching the Hornets should try and get, and they need to do a draft day move because I don't see him falling outside of 6, is Obi Toppin out of Dayton. And He know, is a small forward slash power forward that can put the ball on the ground and create his own shot. I the only knock that is going to be on him is people will say he might be a little old because he stayed a year or two in college. I don't Dana, I don't care. I, would I don't draft, care at this point. Everybody in the Damien NBA Damian Lillard played I think all his years at Weaver State. Everybody so. in the
1: NBA's got a good, decent point guard and they got people that can rebound. So, all your draft picks, just like on, for, <laughs> I say a lot of times, all draft picks should be defensive players and linemen. You can fill you can sign other people to different positions with basketball. Like as far as the Hornets go, all your draft picks should be scorers every one of them, and then you can figure out the – you can pay – they've already got 12 people that can't score on their team. You can find those guys.
2: You can <laughs> find bodies that throw fouls. And <laughs> you, can, find, you right? can
1: pay them 20 million a year can can like find, we do. You can pay Mozgov 15 if you want. But my point is, if you don't have scores at the shooting guard or small forward position, you just, you're just you not going to win the NBA and, or and like, most and, basketball. And
3: then, and then Kevin was said a minute ago, bring bowl Bowl in to, to take up for their slack. And I, I had uh, Miami and – Um. um the Lakers, Mm -hmm. in in my finals. And uh, I didn't think that um, that, uh, the Lakers were going to have the problem that they had at the beginning yesterday. Yeah. And nor did I think uh, Jimmy Butler was going to go off the deep end with the vendetta against somebody on another team. It really don't
1: matter. Well, see, if this was 10 years ago, LeBron, I don't think Portland would have as much of a chance because – and LeBron
2: himself can win you three Le- games.
1: LeBron, I'm not even talking about that. LeBron isn't explosive as he was. Oh no! So Whitesides is the perfect center to be back. Him or Gobert, if they're back there, and LeBron's doing all that BS, I'm dropping my shoulders trying to do a layup off the glass. They're just going to beat that shot off the off the board, and they did. He blocked five. He had five blocks. And I just, once you get a shot blocker on some, on LeBron, I, I don't think he's going to be as effective. Twenty two points. He knows going into that game, he can't score twenty two points and win. You, you just, Not with that surrounding
2: cast. No, they
1: lost by seven. So if he gets, I was gonna say he's got to have at least thirty. So if he get thirty, he wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just that simple. You can't you can't score.
2: Anthony Davis had twenty eight. I said both of them needed to score thirty. To me, like, I gave them thirty, and they didn't. Either one of them to, hit it.
1: To me, LeBron chases these random stats. Mm-hmm. That, that make 16 him, assists. That make you sound...
2: No, what was it? 15 assists and like 17 better, boards. Or like
1: Zach said, nobody's ever done that. Well, okay. They lost. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think, I think so he think Jordan won-
1: scored 63 in a playoff game. He lost. They lost. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell just scored 40, 57 in a 57
2: playoff game. 57 and lost. He lost. And he was nasty, too.
3: I think that's the one that they said that Bird said that Jordan was God in a yeah. uniform.
1: <laughs> and they lost.
2: And they lost.
1: Right. I just... I, I think it's a bad matchup for for Lakers. All right, so Nuggets win by ten.
2: Yeah, they play today at four o'clock.
1: I'm, I'm, I keep telling Hunter they oh, yeah. they don't even need to re- unleash Bow unless they're down. But they, I I just want to see him, see them play. Look, I'm he's just... got way more talent than Morris. Grant's okay, but he made some horrible plays. Didn't yeah, he? hold <laughs> your horses. Did for... you watch the first game, Zach? The other day, no, was I did you working? not? Grant on back-to-back plays.
2: <laughs> oh, he airballed like a finger roll. <laughs> he,
1: air-balled a finger, he airballed a finger roll. The other team gets the ball, of course. They start trying to run a fast break. Well, somebody after Denver picks it off, comes back the other way. <laughs> they pass it over to Grant. Then he didn't, he, like, airball a three. <laughs> oh, no.
2: No, they had passed it over to Grant. Oh, he, 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 he threw a, he terrible threw a lob, and it was behind <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. That's what it was. Like, you think it was going to hit a light up there. He just went. So, basically, <laughs> Zach. He threw
1: an He, he airballed a finger roll and then tw- 12 seconds later he threw one of the worst alley-oops I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Jeez. But he ended up with 19 points, so he had a he had a good game, but th- he had some he had a bad few moments there early on. Jokers of 29, uh, Murray 36, Porter with only a 13. How about Millsap's been a no show? For most of the, just
2: I think he was a no show for most for the of the eight games of the bubble. Yeah, I guess was. he is just veteran leadership. That's what they have. The X factor on that team is the guy that's not getting no respect, and it's Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray might be the best player on that team. He's like, so he had thirty six, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And and Mitchell had fifty seven. <gasps> fifty seven. Mm-hmm. And but one one. All right. It's the same aspect that Colin was just talking about the other day. He said, so Russell Westbrook is going to go out here and be all sorts of flashy when he was with the Thunder, but he wouldn't win when KD left. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Damian Lillard is still flashy, but he's winning. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really have a... He's never really had a second superstar, a star, really. You could say L.A. whenever Aldridge was there, but Aldridge is falling off a cliff now wherever he's at. So it's just the Dame show. Um, so let's move over to other big news. Now, here's... I think this is really big news. This
1: this game's this series seems like it's going seven, um, Hunter. I don't I we're just we're getting down to skeleton crews, it seems like Celtics <laughs> we versus said 76ers. Whether it was
2: corona or injuries,
1: depth was going to be the key. And Zach just got up right when I was about to ask my question. So
2: Well you can ask me the question.
1: I don't know if I should though. I want him to respond to it. So I'll do I'll do this. So Gordon Hayward is hurt. He's out four weeks.
2: I think that's actually really big.
1: Their starting lineup now is going to be whoever Theus is at center, he had nine points. Enos Cantor played eight minutes, had zero points. Here's their bench, Hunter. G Williams. You know who that is? Hmm. R Williams. Is that the, Gary Williams? R. Williams the third. Didn't he play wide receiver for the Cowboys?
2: <laughs> for sure they are. talking about <laughs> RG three.
1: Wanamaker.
0: mm-hmm. Marcus Smart. I thought, Smart's I thought, probably I thought Wanamaker
1: was a golf uh, award. It's, it's a water, I, I, it's the watermaker Cup.
2: I thought that was a dog.
1: Let's see. So, uh, I'll get to let's see. So Williams. Do you know who G uh, Williams is for the Celtics? No. You know who R Williams the is. <laughs> you know who Brent Wanamaker is. I just named you three of the people yeah, off the let me bench get on the roster. Yeah, I just named you three people off their bench. Marcus Smart Hunter last night, in 32 minutes, or two nights ago, got two points. In 32 minutes, he had two points. Now, now Hayward only had 12, but that's 10 more than than Smart. So, my question is, Zach, Mm -hmm. with no Ben Simmons now in Philly, no Gordon Hayward in Boston, it's now... Walker Brown and Tatum, and a bunch of people that ain't no good. The small guys versus the big guys Tobias Harris, Embiid, and Al Horford. Will this game, will this series go seven? But my main question is Hunter, I never missed a chance to do this. Does this mean Kimba still is not going to win a playoff series? No.
2: Huh? No, I think the Celtics huh? still win this playoff now, series. Now, you
1: did a lot of math earlier. I'll let you keep going and going and going. Yeah, I set you up for this one. It was good math. I, I knew It was, and I set you up for this one, though. Kimball Walker.
2: It's the better point guard. Tatum
1: and Jalen Brown last night.
2: They combined
0: <clears throat> for
1: 79 points. hmm Now, said the top three need 75. They did their job.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody
1: else, though. <laughs> you want to talk about everybody else?
2: Uh, uh, Hayward's 12.
1: He got 12. He's out for the season or four weeks. Four weeks. Theus got nine. There's Might your starters. Be the season. There's your starters. 21 points from your other starters. So that gives you exactly 100. Let me read your bench or 101, actually. Let me read your bench. Zach Williams, two minutes, zero points. Counter eight, Williams, zero points. Williams, 13 minutes, two points. Wanamaker, 10 minutes, four points. Marcus Smart, 32 minutes, two points. So Smart's already playing 32 minutes. So he's going to stay those minutes at 32, 34. He's got to make up for Hayward. Right. Hayward played 34. That means those minutes have to go to other people. Who in the hell are they giving 34 extra minutes? This ain't like 12 minutes or 10 minutes or even 20. This is 34 minutes of Gordon Man. Hayward on the court. So that means G. Williams, R. Williams, Wanamaker, the three that added up last night, to grant, and, and with though Cantor in there too, five, four of them added together had six points. And they're supposed to replace minutes and scoring from Gordon Hayward. So that was why my question was, can the Celtics' three guards basically outscore the Sixers' three big men? And then after that, it's bench. So once you get past Embiid, Harris, and Horford, it's Josh Richardson, Milton, Scott, Alex Burks, Thibuil. There's a bunch of people we've never heard of.
2: Um, I will say this. if I know we have to take away the points from Gordon Hayward, but if you just go the big three, we're talking big men from the 76ers, Against the small three, the guards that are really scoring from the Celtics, the Celtics still win that battle. You had Tatum with thirty-two, Jalen Brown Jaylen with Brown twenty-nine. He's
3: always, uh, Kimball Walker
2: playoff. with nineteen, and then we Beast. look over here. Al Horford is the one that's really holding this down. He had six. Yeah, Tobias Harris had fifteen, and Joel Embiid had twenty-six. I think or- okay. Hor-
3: Horford's getting long in the tooth now, and it's starting to show. Uh, Jalen uh, Brown always plays way better in the playoffs, so.
2: I like Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown somewhere else is a star. Same way I think Jason Tatum somewhere else is a star. Not to say that they're both not already stars with the with the Celtics, but one kind of overshadows the other every other night. Uh, and Kimball Walker is still on that team. He's a star. A lot of people consider him maybe a top three point guard in the, way, in the East at least. Maybe even a top two point guard depending on whether or not Kyrie Irving plays. So it's... Uh, I think the loss of Gordon Hayward is going to hurt them because the Celtics are not so big. And he was kind of some size that they had at the small forward position. Uh, but scoring wise, if you just, like, if, if it was to just shift and they scored the same amount of points, the top three for the Celtics and the top four for the 76ers in the next game, the 76, the Celtics still have the edge because Al Horford just laid an egg. He said, you know what? I'm just going to score my measly six and mosey my way back over to the bench. He just I don't I don't know why people have such a like this love for Al Horford because even when he was in Atlanta, he was decent. That was Jeff Teague's team or Joe Johnson's team, not Al Horford. And now you're talking about a team that's already 3 point deficient in the 76ers, and now they're just trying to score all in the paint? No, to me, I still think the more balanced team is definitely Boston. They're the more balanced team. I think they're the more talented team. And outside of the guys that we're sitting there looking like, oh, I don't know who this guy is, I don't know who this guy is, I don't know who this guy is, at least I know who Enos Kanter and Marcus Smart is. I'm looking at the bench. The only person I know is Alec Burks for 76ers. So I think the Celtics are deeper. I don't think they're in trouble, but I will say this, that four weeks without Gordon Hayward's going to hurt whoever they draw in round two. And I had the Celtics going to the finals because they were so deep. Now, I feel like that's something that's plagued Gordon Hayward, though, over the years. Just a random injury. It's Toronto in round two. Yeah, I don't think they could get through Toronto without Gordon. I don't mm-hmm. think they could. And I'm not saying that he is like an X factor for people or anything. I'm just saying like he'll make a difference. He'll make a pretty big difference. So with him not playing, and I think they play tonight too. Don't they? Yeah, the game's tonight for those of you guys that are wondering. Brooklyn, as a matter of fact, is up right now. Five minutes to go in the third. They're about by five, 70 to 65. Keep your eye on that one because wouldn't surprise me. Brooklyn has been one of those teams kind of like how the Suns were in the bubble. No one would have expected them to win, but they're playing hard. So if they sneak one from out underneath Toronto, it wouldn't surprise me, but I still think Toronto would win that series. 4 o'clock, Utah and Denver. Denver leads the series 1-0. Philadelphia and Boston is the six thirty game, 1-0. Boston leads. And 9 o'clock, it's not surprising, it's the Los Angeles team, the Los Angeles Clippers, and the Dallas team. Now, me and Kevin had a very good conversation Monday about how they did some of this scheduling. The 1 o'clock in the early games, it seems you would you would rather show the primetime games, the ones with the big names, later. Those are your primetime segments, right? Mm-hmm. That would be something that you'd want to <clears> do. And in this case, it's kind of the truth. Boston and Philadelphia are the 6.30 game. Boston is obviously Boston is obviously a bigger draw than Utah and Denver. And the Clippers in Dallas, that's just star power all across the board. They're the 9 o'clock game. So Brooklyn and Toronto being the 1 o'clock game, is that kind of throwing shade at the Toronto fans? Is that still not giving Toronto the respect that they deserve being last year's champion? Yeah. I think it is. I think it is 100%. And another thing, this is what we talked about Monday, it's the fact that Utah and Denver are playing on TNT Philadelphia, Boston are playing on TNT. Dallas and the Clippers are playing on TNT. Why is Toronto and Brooklyn playing on NBA TV?
3: It might have, maybe not be a throwback at Toronto. It might be a throwback on Brooklyn because they're so horrible.
2: Well, I don't, well, they're winning right now. So they it's, are. it's kind of... But I know what you're saying. They're not as interesting. They're not as interesting. They'd be more... Because they in, don't have their, you know... Yeah, they'd be more interesting if it was Kevin Durant oh, and Kyrie Irving. Every, every they'd every be channel. on every, every channel. But, really? You had to put them on a completely different channel than the other three games that you're going to have that will be played one after another after another? I feel like that's just blatant disrespectful. But not only just disrespectful to the teams... What about the fan bases that want to watch that? Like, like we ha- if you have basic cable, you don't have NBA TV. Yeah. You can't watch that game. You know, if you, back, if you just uh, get satellite, you, you definitely the, can't uh, watch that game.
3: It goes a little bit back to the uh, ACC Network.
2: Oh, don't get me started. ACC Network, <laughs> Big Ten Network, yeah. the Longhorn Network, just for the University of Texas. I know it's it's great ESPN Plus just to watch certain things you got to have their subscription if base. If they're going
3: to do that it should be they they're only getting um the advertising off of it not charging people to watch it.
2: Mm-hmm. I would think so. It's but ridiculous. there's too much but there's too much money in it now. That's they're they're learning based off of what the other streaming sites are making for their subscription base like Netflix, Hulu and all of that. That's that's what they're basing it off of and what their their metrics are going to come from. But to me it's like this is a live sport. Well, I don't I don't quite understand why there has to be a paywall for me to watch a live sport. Right. Especially a playoff game. This is what we've all been wanting. This is what we've all been waiting for. I don't know. I don't know. That's just that's just how I feel about it. But that is also happening right now. Uh, still up is Brooklyn with 328 in the third, 71-68 over Toronto. Zach, let's me and you move on. It's yeah. something that you're wearing on your hat. Yeah,
3: I was thinking about the Braves a minute ago.
2: Let's move on to just baseball in general. Yeah. But because it is me and you sitting here right now, let's definitely talk about the Braves. And let's talk about how it's finally happening. Mm-hmm. They're struggling without Soroka.
3: News was going to come. Last time I, 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 I was looking at the stand as they were 13 and 10. We kind of um, went on good.
1: <laughs> no. They suck. No, no, I'm talking about the kids. Yeah, they suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many times I got to walk around and be like... What are you doing? How can I hear y'all with my headphones on, talking to other people? Right. I should not be able to hear you down the hall. And you, it, <laughs> like, like, there's no reason. To, and, and I keep having to get in there. So now... Zach, Austin's reading in his room, Judah's watching TV, and Isabel's in here on the computer. They're in separate rooms.
2: They've been completely separated. I'm, I'm tired of walking now,
1: down the hall because they can't be, be quiet. Now,
3: now, in retrospect, if we back this up 35 years ago, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. me, Kevin, and Carrie in the radio station, and Kevin's cutting <laughs> Carrie's hair. <laughs> yeah. And we had other things to do besides...
1: Me and Andre was
3: can't talking about... can throw stones.
1: Could, could you guys have... I guess you were allowed. You're allowed to have phones in class. Excuse me. Or
2: laptops, or any of that. Big old hell to the no. <laughs> well, even, I, last time I checked, even when I graduated oh. high school in 2014, it was still yeah. frowned upon to pull your phone out in class. I was just wondering because it's just it's just weird <clears throat> all this stuff that. Oh you know, well, it's obviously okay now because it's a learning tool that right. kids use now. We didn't have laptops that we couldn't bring our. You probably could, but when it came down to using it in class, it was kind of a no-no
0: right well, you would even have to college, you, we, like, we would
2: have these carts that had laptops in it that we would have to use the school's laptops yeah. if we wanted to use them or go to the computer lab
1: even in in, in college and any other thing I, we, I, I never saw a per- single person. Pull out a laptop. Oh, and now you can't go or phone. two
2: feet without someone having a laptop now, out of campus you're using
1: their computers. But I've, I just I've, I've never. seen That's why. That just that's pull why there's
2: Wi-Fi out. at every place you'll eat at on college campus. There, like any Starbucks or or library, all of it because they the laptop comes with them everywhere and it's sip type type type. Sip, they type, they type, type, just
3: type. come out and you know just said that 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 well, Judah can bring drink whatever else he wants with him to school and I'm going. Wow. What? Really? Yeah, oh yeah, they said he can have a drink with him all day long.
2: God, they used to scream at us if we walked in with a water bottle.
3: That's that's what they told us to bring him. Water <laughs> bottle and a uh sports, you know, bottle thing that you would carry around with you. So Yeah going to baseball, right? That's
1: what I heard? Yeah, yeah we were talking about the Braves and about...
3: how I catching up with them that no um, Soroka Last time I checked the standings, we were thirteen and ten. Oh, the Raptors are still getting beat.
2: Yeah, they're getting beat right yeah, now. It so we just it looks like they're going down. I hope maybe they don't. not. It's still a whole quarter, but um, it's not looking too promising. The, what I just, I well, just com- don't understand. Of quick, things, real yeah, quick yeah, yeah.
1: Hunter, On the last few things, had, I'd pull some notes up here on some of this. Um, on uh, Kevin Love career in Minnesota, he played six seasons in Minnesota, averaged nineteen and twelve. In six seasons in Cleveland, averaged 17 and 10. Uh, so there's some Kevin Love uh, info. Um, let's see what else I had. I think I had one more, one, one more other thing on, on the basketball.
3: Probably Bo, Bo had a DNP.
1: <laughs> that just makes me so mad. So stupid. Can the guy on the bench, how tall is he? 7'3". Um, can he block shots? Yes. Can he dribble? Yes. He can he threes. pass? Yes. Can he shoot threes? Yes. Well, what can he do? He I don't he's know not better. Than Mason he, <laughs> he can't eat a whopper. Uh, uh, like <laughs> like he's not big enough to eat, <laughs> to eat to get a whole whopper down. Like what's his negative, Hunter? Like what do we look at and be like? No, we don't want to play this dude. Uh, like shit. Again, I thought they're deep enough and good enough. If they get Gary Harris back, they're good enough to win and play even without him. Mm-hmm. But to me, I was telling Hunter, I was like, he's the Robert Ori of these teams, where somebody somewhere in almost every situation comes up and does something big, or you just don't know. Like the Kobe and Shaq thing. And how many times did he need Robert Ori or Derek Fisher to bail him out with the shots? Shaq even mentioned that the other night. Uh, he thanked Big Shop Rob, and then, of course, Barkley told him, he said, you need to, he said, D-Wade <laughs> and Kobe carries your fat ass. <laughs> So that, those are some fun shots listening listening to them. Um you know, the, the Shaq thing to me, Zach, real quick before we get to baseball, is a is the kind of thing with LeBron where the kids today look at him and say, Well, he's bigger, stronger, he's better. And no, like Robinson schooled him for ten years. And then Elijah won. Elijah won schooled him for ten years. He swept him. Not until he got now, him and Penny beat Jordan and the Bulls that one year, but then what happened the next year? Jordan, swept. Can, Jordan just came back. He got swept. Yeah. So he didn't start winning until, what, he got Kobe and D-Wade after Michael had retired, and then LeBron had just started his career. So he had a five-, six-, seven-year window to win championships, and guess what he did?
0: Yeah. And the they, they, Robinson they...
1: retired, Elijah one retired, Jordan McGlone, all those from the 90s retired, and the only person left was Shaq. And he had Kobe on his team.
3: That Orlando team that got swept by Houston was was the, the best prime team. The way they were uh built to win, and they they just laid an egg and, uh, <laughs> and they laid an egg. Yeah. Got smoked by Lajwan. <clears throat> I, I mean they had the shooter and and, and Anderson. Yep. So anyway. All right, baseball we
1: talk about standings there. Uh Braves fourteen and eleven now. Yeah. Um Oh man. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. They got no pitching. Nine teams in the Nationals. Are y'all going to make the playoffs? Probably not. I mean, you've got a... It says one game lead, but Marlins are five wins behind you. This is
2: the only reason why I say probably not. Because we could not finish <laughs> off the Nationals. And the Nationals have not looked good all year. We struggled with the Phillies when we played the Phillies. We had... We won the recent bout against Miami. But can we do it again? I don't know. And the reason why is because I think I brought the statistic up Monday. And I don't know if Zach has seen this statistic. But for the Braves, if the pitcher is not named Soroka or Freed, they have an 8.3 ERA. (laughs)
0: Is
2: that this year? This year! This year. They have a
3: playoff percentage uh, of making the playoffs of 83. So I'm going to say we're going to make the
2: playoffs. Listen, if we do, it's not what we should have been at. Uh, with Soroka, I think we're a top three seed. Exactly. Now at, we're fighting for a wild card. Is that spot. what that
1: P off is? Yeah. Is all right. Look, P look
2: off. At, <laughs> that's what it says. That's what it means. He's Percentage
1: the, of making playoffs is right, what it is. Exactly. Okay. Look at that. Okay. Now look at the two teams below Atlanta. Miami's nine and eight with a fifteen percent. The Mar- the Phillies are nine and nine. One one more mm. loss, and they got a sixty six percent. What math am I looking at? Are they going into the matchups that I, did I, to got, pull that I, out? But they would be playing each same, other. Yeah, there's the same record.
3: You'd be playing each is, other most of the like, time. Like 66. I just want to
2: read you off the scores with our recent losses. So we just lost the nationals. <laughs> uh, nope,
3: here's what I think it is. Let's wait. Wait right there. Never mind. Take, take it. They ain't I was wait. just going to say play as many games, but they still the run scored and runs against. I was just going to say going so, off
2: of my little theory. Because it was a tweet, and I you know, I usually kind of trust stuff on Twitter sometimes, at least when they come from credible sports analysts. but so in our recent loss to the Nationals, we gave up eight runs. Even when we beat the Nationals the night two nights before, we gave up six runs to them and won because of a Dansby Swanson Homer at, to walk off. We beat the Marlins four to nothing, okay. We beat the Marlins two to one. We lost the Marlins eight to two. We lost the Yankees six to three. We lost the Yankees nine to six, and then we lost to the Phillies thirteen to eight. There seems to be a trend here. We let up a whole bunch of runs. <laughs> we let up a lot of them, and apparently Atlanta, possibly today, is calling up their highest graded prospect to play. Kevin, do you know what position he plays? Nah. Outfield. <laughs> That's, gonna be worse. That's really going to be helpful for our pitching woes. <laughs> Jeez, man. Speaking of, Kevin, what? Cardinals are up right now 5 to 1 on Chicago. Yeah. On Cubs.
1: I'm trying to get your your internet
2: up. Mine? So I could show people what you were looking at, but it's, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't want to work. It doesn't like it. It's too. Yeah, hard, I'm just, man. you know, people are going to say, well, what were you looking at? I'm basically looking at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, what? 6, 7. Maybe the last eight games for the Philadelphia Phillies. That's exactly what I was looking at. Or not the Philadelphia Phillies. Last eight games for the Atlanta Braves. And so out of those eight, we won three.
3: I was going to say four and four is what I was looking uh, No, we three and five. Every time I keep. Lost keep to it the up Phillies. With them, they're, lost
2: to the Yankees. They're 500. Lost to the Yankees. Lost to the Marlins. Then we go on a three-game win streak. Marlins, Marlins, Nationals, and then we get beat by the Nationals. So we were 3-5 and five out of our last eight. If you want to look at it, Braves fans, out of the last ten, we're five and 5-5. Five. So we are 500. But I think me and Kevin talked about that like a, a day or so after Soroka had gotten hurt. For us to still just to be able to make the playoffs, all we would have to do is go 500. Just win, yeah. loss, win, loss, win, loss. So, so far, we in the last ten, we're 500. But... I would kind of like for us to, oh, you know, pull away a little bit in our division because Miami gave us trouble. It looks like the Nationals are going to give us trouble and they're going to be chomping at the bit to just take over for the Braves because we ain't got no pitching. So, for a year that started off with a lot of promise, it immediately seems to have gone down the drain with the snap of an Achilles with Soroka. And I just don't understand. How a team can only have two viable starting pitchers? I don't get that. I'm pretty sure what, you go through five pitchers before the first guy comes back to pitch? Usually you got two studs. You couldn't have at least three? Two solid guys and questionable guy. The rest of them is just all questionable. If their average <laughs> ERA is like 8.3, and then the other two was like two. Yeah, It's a substantial gap. So, Willie McGee...
1: Speaking of ugly Zach, uh, decided to opt out the rest of the season for Corona, and they replaced him with Jose Akendo, <laughs> who used to be as a coach. And right, it, so they brought him back. So brought Akendo back. Um, they're up right now five or six to one on the Cubs. That's
2: five to one in the bottom of the third.
1: They're one. They're they're one game under five hundred right now. If they win this game, that'll put them at five hundred, um, in, in the second spot in the division.
2: Have they? Come out and said how you're going to make up those games. Yeah, they're playing just double headers as like constantly.
1: Yeah, they got seven double headers in the next two oh, weeks. <laughs> I think is what it is. Jeez, <laughs> I saw I, I saw the exact tweet number. It it is seven double headers, and and they they said they're gonna play so many games and like fifty games uh, in thirty five days or something. like Be very that. interesting. But the Cardinals are going. Put it this way: the last two weeks, Hunter, I didn't get to see any Cardinals highlights. The next few, two, two or three that's weeks, all it be yeah. that's all you're gonna see. Better be nothing but my time. That's all you're gonna see.
2: Yep, they're just gonna be playing. Oh, game one's done, but don't worry. They're game play, two yeah. is they're getting playing, ready to start. They're gonna
1: play in just a little bit, no matter what. What yeah. time is it? It's got to be Cardinals baseball. It's time. Cardinals
2: time. What if they? What if they came out? and were like, all right, we're gonna play five inning triple header. <laughs> we just got to get this in, <laughs> the gentlemen.
1: A five inning triple header. Honestly, to me, there's no reason they're not just playing nine innings in the doubles.
2: Yeah, that's probably a time thing.
1: I, but what do they got to go? Oh. What do they got to do? Shit, start at noon. Let's play ball. You got to do, you got twelve hours. To get to I was about to say I was start. start at noon. You got twelve hours.
2: I start at like ten <laughs> and be we like, talking, just go.
1: I was talking to a guy. He's
3: he's a uh, an older guy at church. Uh, he's actually friends with James Mason. Yeah. And uh, we was talking about he he loves baseball too. And um, we was talking about I just made the the comment that man you were uh, afraid that somebody was going to beat that four hundred barrier on batting average this year. Yeah. And we was talking about how horrible the hitters are today. Because what 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 started the conversation? I wore my Tony Gwynn shirt in. He was like, Oh, I like that. He said, mm-hmm. and somebody asked me well, I think it was one of the, the younger kids said, Who's who's Gwen? I said mm-hmm. like the one of the best hitters to ever play the game. So we got to have it so I said the hitters now. I said they either strike out or home run.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
2: uh, oh my God. So so how about you can chalk this up tonight as a loss for the Braves, boys. Kyle Wright is on the mound. He's got a seven point two ERA. He's God, zero and three. All he needs nine. God Almighty, man, seven point two. So, no, so, I was just looking at that though because that Christian Poch guy. He is in fact going to be playing tonight. Zach, you're talking Called about
1: up. home run or bust. Yeah, Trout second major league baseball in home runs. He has one double. <laughs> Wonder what he is in strikeouts. <laughs> oh, I've got. I've, I, I know. He's got one double. His stri- if his strikeout percent he's batting two ninety nine. Which is good. If his strikeout percentage was a batting average, it would be two eighty six.
3: Yeah. So if he don't get a hit, so he he's is, striking out. He is
1: one hundred percent just as likely to get a hit, any hit,
3: yeah.
1: as he is to strike yeah. out. Which
3: is 50-50. That's <laughs> he's bad. Got 50-50. He's not putting it in play no. you know, he's he's getting hit or he's he's not he he's not f- putting it in play. He gets
1: four at bats, he'll get one hit. One strikeout, a and, walk and a one walk, and then a, a fly out or a ground ball somewhere. It's awesome. It, it's it's it is it, he is consistent.
3: And ESPN puts him up there with Ken Griffey <laughs> Jr. on their, their little thing the other day and I, I have a, a nuclear breakdown.
1: It's just to to me, talking Griffey is 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 we're talking on another level of of, of players and until
3: t- someone gets there, it's just. I made the argument on there because they were, you know, all these, you know, and it was some of the people that were my age. It was posting it. One of them uh, I used to work with, and I'm like, "Can he? Can he field like Griffey? <laughs> no. Does he have a Hall of Fame? Does he have ten gold gloves? Does he have one? No. Does he? Uh, you know, so I was having I a mean, I had turned. I had he don't turn have one.
1: Golf. Try to have one gold glove. One forty double season. Nah. Um, Griffey had seven straight forty home run seasons. I'm just.
0: <laughs> I'm done with
1: it. Hunter. Seven straight forty home run seasons. Now do the math on that. What's seven times forty? Two eighty? Two eighty. Trout's got like two hundred eighty-seven home runs in his career. <laughs> in his nine and a half years. So Griffey in seven straight years did that basically with home runs. It's just a it's just a weird thing. Like two eighty six, Zach. That's your strikeout average. Not your getting out, striking out two eighty six. That's amazing. I'm just trying to think in, in high school. I had four strikeouts, I think, my senior year, 30 games. I was four at bats, 120. Say I walked, it says 100. I might be struck out 2% of the time. Five out of 100, that's what? Because 5%. they
3: don't. There's two things, whether you're talking basketball or you're talking baseball. Basketball does not focus on free throws. And baseball, uh, when they
1: teach it now, they don't focus on making contact. <laughs> that's, just, that's wild to me. Like, <laughs> Like, 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 just the fact of not everybody's even even has the power to hit it out. So you would rather me? It, to, I'm just thinking about going back and playing as uh, in high school or something, and, and and just thinking about a coach trying to tell me to hit the ball out of the park, you know, or strike, no, or strike out. I don't even remember that. Like they didn't even tell the Johnsons. look, son, you got one. Look, son, you got one of, two, run, hook, son, you of got
2: one or two options: either swing for the fence, or you might as well take never, your happy ass heard, back, back take it's, your happy ass back to the dugout.
1: The furthest ball I ever hit, Hunter. Dead center, and I didn't try to hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to make contact because the pitcher threw ninety two.
0: Mm-hmm. So I was just
1: trying to get my bat out there and, and let it go. And, and honestly, like I said, I'm a doubles hitter. I never really swung. I almost swung. Put put it this way, at like a golf club. So, you know, the big bombers get up there and they hit as far as they can. They don't care how far left or right. It goes. Uh, I'm going to try to hit it down it's the middle. Me. So to me, like I said, when I didn't strike out, contact was the biggest thing for me. Was that I'm going to put the ball in play. I'm going to make something happen, something move.
2: That's me in golf. If, I just swing
1: right. And for a coach to say, "Try to hit it out," that would just be such a weird. Like you can't do. It. You can't try to hit it out. That's what. Like that's what's weird about the war, and it doesn't take in you know situational hitting or how many times you get out on you know you know you don't get out on purpose. Zach, how many times have you hit a ball? or just smoked it. And it goes right at somebody. Oh, yeah. And you're out. And you're like, wow. You know, you know Rusty Haynes, mm-hmm. his, his brother Trent uh, was my age. And, and Hunter, we, we've got the books on it. He lined out in 16 mm-hmm. year old All Stars, 11 straight at bat, <laughs> 11 straight line drives caught some by somebody in the infield. Especially when he's playing them hot ones. Oh, and you could you could just imagine how mad he was? Like he's just stroking it. Yep,
3: because he's <laughs> hitting and he's his average is just going into poo-poo. nothing. <laughs> nothing.
1: Yeah, he was zero for eleven, and he hit the ball harder than everybody. And yeah. He's zero for eleven. I just I can't, I would never forget that summer of him doing that, just stroking them balls, and 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 so and so in another example. In the Easter tournament, we're playing uh, the the Royals. He was drafted by the Royals. South Point, uh, Devin Lowry. Mm-hmm. He threw about 92, 93. He didn't have nothing but a he had a change up, um, a fastball and a cutter, and that was pretty much it. Curveball he, he had weird motion, but anyway. So he his basic thing was he was pounding the outside corner as hard as he could. Mm-hmm. First at bat, Zach I I lay on it and hit a rocket right at the right fielder. He took like one step to his left, line drive caught it. Mm-hmm. Next at bat. I hit one off the handle, and it goes to the wall and is caught up against the wall. Almost hit it out on him. Third at bat, I pop one up down the right field line. Son of a bitch falls. The worst ball I hit all day, got a base hit. Base hit, worst ball I hit all day. And in the paper, you know what it said? Hastings hit a frozen rope in the sixth inning for an RBI single. It was a pop-up down the line with two outs, and maybe they, they were running anyway. <laughs> but that's what the paper said. So you, you can imagine what they say about Trout and other people. I'm just saying, like, in baseball, how many times you just swing and you're hoping to make contact?
0: Well,
2: at that level, yes. There's no, yes. like, I'm
1: going right, I'm going left. At I'm that going.
2: level, when you're throwing 95 <laughs> and you blink and it's already <laughs> past you, it's like, yeah, man, I kind of just have to pray that's, to that's, God that I make contact with it. Yeah,
1: and then you talk about Tony Gwynn there, Zach, I, I just saw he, he had— before you came in, I, I actually saw a, a meme on him, and I'm trying to remember. I think he he um, he batted 302 with two strikes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he only struck out three times in a game, maybe once in his career or something like in his whole career. It was something crazy I think like that. I've got that. the meme. He had 300, so many seasons of 300 in a row. Oh, that's just just crazy. Um, so as far as baseball goes, Hunter, you've got Braves, Marlins above 500 phillies at 500 cubs at 15 and 7 dodgers have pulled away uh, after a slow start
2: which is surprising to me mm-hmm. because the padres have been on a tear the padres have been playing just as good
1: all right let's talk about that real quick that'd be something interesting to, to, to get into it, kind of wrapping up near the end of the show here is, You're is talking about tati his tatis is mm-hmm. uh yo he's awesome fernando Tatis's juniors antics or acts He's back at it again, that devil. He's breaking the unwritten rules of baseball. It's a joke. And I played a lot of baseball in my life. I've broadcast a lot of baseball. I've umpired baseball. Watched a lot. Again, out of the conversation we just had, Zach, about swinging, and you're just making contact, and the ball goes where it wants to go. Did you see the controversy with this kid? Yep. They're mad at him because he swung at a 3-0 pitch.
2: (laughs) Okay, don't put it
1: down the (laughs) pipe, then. First of all, pitcher. Don't throw three balls and no strikes. What's what's? The, ain't right. that the How's point? that his fault? Ain't that the point of of hitting? <laughs> He's getting he got in trouble yesterday <laughs> for stealing a base. So that yeah. So then <laughs> small he, ball. He gives wow. an he gives an fu to him by stealing third up four or six runs something like that. But either way, you're in the middle of a baseball game. Why is it baseball the only sport that would get mad about people doing stuff like like so? Yeah. That's like getting mad at LeBron for getting a breakaway and dunking it, or doing a 360 instead of doing That's a layup. That's like
2: getting mad at Alabama playing a cupcake, and they hang 60 on them. Well, what the hell do you expect them to do? These are professional. The game's not over. These are professional yeah, It's not players. over. If
1: you can't throw somebody out still in third, like, he smoked them. Too. Think about what, you're, what, they're, what the Rangers are doing, Hunter. They are mad
2: because their feelings were hurt. I don't know why they're mad because Who cares?
3: You're getting paid millions of dollars. Did, did you see? <laughs> I mean beat. I'm oh, actually so on much. I'm
2: actually on Trevor Bauer's side. You know, he's a pitcher and he tweeted at talkie and said, You did nothing wrong you swung at a 3-0 pitch, and he basically was saying, guess what? The pitcher should have just pitched you all the way outside if he didn't want you swinging at something down the middle.
1: If you didn't want to give up
2: four runs, walk him for one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the pitcher should have never put himself in that situation. Right, the pitcher right, was already right. behind in the count, and he had the bases loaded regardless. So what, what did you think the pitcher was going to do? Obviously, he didn't want to <laughs> walk him and just walk in a run, so he's going to have to throw him a strike. It just so happened that Tati sent it to the moon. Now Barry Bonds
1: was walked before with bases loaded
2: because they knew he would put it out there in
0: deep center if they weren't intentionally walked
2: with bases loaded. That's so I don't like the whole thing about baseball with these unwritten rules. Ah, you just make (laughs) the shit up as you go along. Like one day you're upset and you're like, technically, in the back in the fifties, they never did that. That was established then and there. You do not swing on a three zero and send it to the moon. Well, don't put it down the pipe.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like in, don't I, tempt in, me in high school and Legion. You know, they've got ten run rules.
2: They don't do that in baseball. So, well, well, or in pros. Well, I'm what sorry. I'm
1: saying is that the, these high school and Legion fans will get mad about a player will steal or try to score when it's nine to nothing.
2: It's but, like, dude, we're trying to
1: just get out of here. Right, 10-0. If, if <laughs> do y'all want to see y'all want to lose for two more innings? I'm gonna say y'all want to see. Lose <laughs> you want to sit here
2: and see if we can make it fifteen? I'm gonna say if you wait another inning, it's gonna be. I, I have. I will admit, <laughs> I have called a baseball game one time, and we went into the the in between innings, and I can't remember who I was calling the game with, but it was for us. But I did look at him and say. I pray to God they score three runs right here and it's over. Yeah. Because this is, it's ugly. It's brutal. At that point, it was like seven to nothing. We're in the third inning. I'm like, okay, this other team it, didn't even get off the bus. Hitting the home run, like, like they aren't even celebrating. They're not even
1: getting mad about them celebrating. They're getting mm. mad that he hit a home about run. About actually doing baseball things.
2: He did his job.
1: He didn't, he didn't Randy Moss moon them.
2: No. He, he didn't bring out the Sharpie. He didn't go he to didn't center bat- field and stick a flag in it. No. Zach, do you
1: think they would have hated Ozzy today
2: for backflipping? Oh, yeah. Or
1: would they have liked him? No, he would.
2: <clears throat> media would eat it up, but yeah. players would hate
0: him.
3: I was doing a little statistics, sorry.
1: That's nice. it. You're, you're
3: good. Um, strikeouts. We're talking about strikeouts, right? Mm. Mm. Mike Trout, 10 years in the league, 1,140 <laughs> strikeouts. The first year he was in the league, he only had 135 plate appearances, right? Right. Griffey, ten years in the league, eight hundred and seventy-six strikeouts. So he's two hundred less, and in his first year, he had five hundred plate appearances, not one hundred. So, <clears throat> two hundred less strikeouts in the same time frame with a lot more plate appearances for Griffey. How many total strikeouts? You say um... uh, eleven seventy-six. Let's see, no eleven forty mm-hmm. in a ten-year career. Griffey in his first ten years had. 876.
1: Scroll down. Da- Are you on uh, Major League Baseball Reference? Scroll down to uh, Trout's uh, strikeouts per 162 games.
3: Where, where do you find that? At? If you'll find I'm the I
1: strikeout think. column. I did, yeah. And go all the way to the bottom, right below the totals, it says 162 game. So that's what I was wondering. <laughs>
3: 152. I didn't know what that was.
1: All right. You ready for this one? Albert sack. In 20 years. <laughs> In 1,200 at-bats, or plate appearances, 10,000 at-bats, 12,000 at-bats, plate appearances, 10,000 at-bats, he has struck out a grand total of 1,290 times. That's, that's, That's really good. That's exactly 150 less, I mean more than Trout has right now. Let's extrapolate the rest of the and season. Double, double because they're going to play more years, right? Gonna play, right, they're going to play sixty games. So basically, by the end of next year, in Trout's eleventh season, he will pass Pujols in strikeouts in twenty-one seasons. Like Trout would have to he not strike in on this though. He would Trout would not <laughs> have to strike out for ten years to be the same as Albert Pujols in swinging and missing. That's just ridiculous how good who <clears throat> else is. Look, look at this, Hunter. Not a single 100-year stri- strikeout. 100, 100 strikeout year in 20 years of baseball. That's, an, that's incredible. That's Tony Gwynn level. I don't even got Tony Gwynn's... I know he's never struck out damn 100 times. I would imagine more than anything. A um, couple other things I had on some baseball and stuff before we get out of here. Uh, Do-do-do-do-do. Like that. We talked kiff notre dame blah blah oh cam newton just see that oh uh, he's Ra- dancing raptors take a six oh. point lead uh right now to oh. give you guys an update there uh, we go cam has been uh dancing no not that
2: oh well he has been dancing <laughs> he's dead Did you see that video from him at, no. Pat, at pat's camp dancing oh was he yeah the
1: they interviewed belichick and asked him about him and they said uh he would not be against a platoon at quarterback if that's what makes our team best win. So what's or no? He said he's willing to do anything that gives our team a chance to win. <clears> that's <throat> kind of some eye-opening. That's some eye-opening statement there, Hunter. Listen, isn't They're he dive. willing? Isn't he willing to do anything? To win, he just stated it out loud. Yeah, but, I'm willing to do anything to win. That includes deflating balls, oh, spying, okay. on right. spying on the other team's practices, spying on other team's games. But I will say <laughs> this:
2: I don't think, I don't think Belichick would, and especially, I don't think um, offensive coordinator. God, what's his name? Why is his name escaping Yeah, I don't think uh, McDaniel's would really like calling for a platoon quarterback. No, nah. I think that he'd much rather them just decide to go with one and just ride it out. It'd be easier that way on himself cuz then he can just have the offense tailored to what it has to do for Cam. Mm-hmm. Ride it out. If Cam doesn't work out, we'll go to the drawing board during the next week of practice and have the next guy ready. As far as as far as
1: football reasons, I don't I I honestly don't mind a platoon at that position for certain reasons. The biggest problem with it is
2: they're all different play styles.
1: Well, not that. It's it's quarterbacks, Hunter. Or oh, they're divas. The, yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> they're divas. You got to
1: think about it this way. If if every time all the other positions are graded almost every play, every everything. Mm-hmm. At quarterback, a lot of times that, that position is solidified and, and it's your job. And when your job is threatened – like you, you, it's it's you look over your shoulder. So like, think about Hunter, If we're on a platoon and I throw a pick, mm-hmm. does that mean I'm even going to get back on the platoon on the next round?
2: Yes, yeah, good so question. So
1: it, it's a real mental problem for the quarterbacks to have because that's something that they never do almost on on, on every level. So that maybe in high school where they, they'll rotate some guys. Yeah, but but for the most part, and the only they don't time... take guys out because you don't want to lose rhythm, if right? You're passing. And, and the
2: only time they ever take a guy out is if they're running a special package.
1: I, how good would Baltimore be if they just had two pack two groupings behind Lamar that just ran the ball, just 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 pounded it out like like that? They just and they rotated them in and you knew like with RG three or Tebow and, and to that name. Well, you know that.
2: they have the quote unquote the the Heisman uh, package, right? Where it's Lamar Jackson, RG three, and Mark Ingram because they've all won Heisman's before, but they all go in there and it's almost like a triple option threat because you don't really know what they're going to do with it. They're going to give it to Mark Ingram, they go, and what, they, what you don't know about it either is, is Lamar keeping it? Is Lamar giving it to RG3? If he gives it to RG3, is RG3 going to throw it forward because he's a quarterback and he's got an arm? So that that can be pretty dangerous, and they just drafted a, court, a running back, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, in the second round, J.K. Dobbins, so I think they're going to be going towards a really run-heavy offense in Baltimore, but... Yeah, I know what you mean by the diva stuff because who are we talking about right now? <laughs> I mean, we talking about Cam Newton. Well, that yeah. like like I don't. I wasn't even referring to Cam in general. I was referring to quarterback. I know, in general. I know, but it's just one of those things. Where it's like I don't. <laughs> truthfully I don't think it would be a smart idea to do that. It's
1: it's a it's a weird thing, like Hunter, like say at quarterback, like when you're playing, mm-hmm. you you always wonder, or a lot of times you're wondering if your teammates a have your back, <clears throat> believe in you are they wanting to replace you? I was say, are they looking for your downfall? Like, 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 if they run Stidham out there, how many players on that team are going to be like, why is Cam not out here? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then if Cam's after acting like a fool and they're losing, the other guy, the younger guy's going to be like, well, why, is, why Stidham? is Stidham not out here yeah. when, 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 when they drafted him? Are they going to get rid of me for, for somebody random? Like, like, there's just a, it's a tough situation to handle. I don't think Cam's the right quarterback to do a platoon with at all.
2: No, um, no. I don't think personality-wise he'll take it very well. He might come out and say if he gets rumor of it and, and someone asks him in a press conference, he'll probably just, you know, be professional about it. But behind closed doors, he's probably like, ain't no way in hell I'm letting this Stidham kid come out here.
3: Um, I don't think it's – I this is my opinion. I think Cam is going to be the starter, uh, and I think uh, Hoyer and Stidham is going they're, – they're they're putting all the reps in to see which one of them is going to be the backup.
2: Uh, well – I mean, I know which one I would go with. Hoyer, I'd go with Stidham. Would you really? And it's only because I know what I'm getting. with. Because he's younger. Bindler. Yeah, that's exactly why. I mean,
3: Hoyer, Hoyer's. I know to be what a, I'm uh, getting with Hoyer. He can come Hoyer. in and play. I mean, he can come in and play the, but he's he's probably one of the top backups in the league.
2: That's what I'm saying though. It's like I know what that's, I'm getting with him. You, so but you're I, not, you're but not I, developing your later. I was gonna say, but I've, yeah. I drafted Stidham. Yeah, and I Good. need to know. I need to know if he is gonna be kind of the guy because I'm probably gonna be in a prime position next year to yeah. draft one of these quarterbacks. So yeah, so I was telling that you. that's just what I would do. I would Hoyer is there for developmental purposes for Stidham, and one and I think Stidham is the true number two. And if and if he really is still trying to win at some point, Belichick this year, then he just goes Cam at one. I think that's just the best thing for them. It
1: took Tony Gwynn seven years to get a total of four, of 152 strikeouts. Which wow. Is what, which is what he which is what
0: Trout,
3: Trout what was What was
1: his 162 game average? You, you really don't want to hear
3: all this. Is it ridiculous? <laughs> is it 30, 30, 30? 38? 39. Oh, my god! You gosh. nailed it. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: <clears throat> total strikeouts, 434. 434 strikeouts total in his career. That is unbelievable. He played what? 21 years? 20 years. 20. It takes Trout. Wow. Three years on average to pass. <laughs> I don't Tony care, who, I don't
0: 20 care 20 who you
2: put up against year. that
0: stat.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. Griffey had a
3: great bat. Yeah.
1: He wasn't a hitter like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he, it wasn't that. That's ridiculous. I got to pull that stat
3: up with, with uh, my buddy tonight.
1: 434 total strikeouts in his career average of 29 per 162 games. That's
3: ridiculous. Games.
1: If his batting average, you mean do his batting average as far as 323. No, I'm talking about his strikeout average. If it was a batting average it'd be like 0. 0.5. What was his what was his uh, career average? 320, 323? Uh, I just had it up. Uh 338. Wow. <laughs> That's sick. 338 career in 20 years, not 10 years. Twenty years of batting, three thirty-eight. That's ridiculous. So Trout's best best average ever was three twenty-six. It's very good. Here's Tony Gwynn's: three fifty-one, three seventy, three thirty-six, three fifty-eight, three ninety-four, three sixty-eight, (laughs) three fifty-three, three seventy-two, three thirty-eight. In his last, in his last year, this is ridiculous. His last year in the majors. 324.
3: That's ridiculous.
1: Trout's best of his career is 326. Now, when you and see Tony a this guy, last last year, he looks like year. he eating potato chips on the on the couch. <laughs> yeah, he, is, he was fat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he looks like. Don't you
0: yeah, see Tony. Uh, yeah. I know we got, know we got yeah, it wrong. He he that, could, was that was good. He couldn't be
1: any nicer. Zach, I want to finish up your thoughts on this. Um, did you see the race this weekend? I did not. All right, they raced it at, uh, at the daytona road course um beautiful little nice little setup i would say Uh, they didn't have a single caution for a two-car wreck in the whole race would you believe that would you made that bet before the for the thing so Kyle bush was the only one that wrecked 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 the whole race
2: unfortunate (laughs) unfortunate
1: harvick spun out and ended up in the middle of of a turn and they all went around him and he had in road course races unless there's there's debris on the actual track they don't call caution so he could sit there backwards and they just drove around him if that was on a super speedway they would throw the caution in a heartbeat as Soon as you turn around backwards um but so it's an interesting race it's it was just kind of weird um with with, no, with none of that mm. um you know none of the um I expected way more bumping and grinding Chase Elliott. As soon as he gets pulled out, they can't catch him. Dude knows exactly what he's doing driving. Yeah. Uh, it it is it is pretty, his pretty dad, amazing on that. He's, he's got he's got I mean his dad's,
3: Bill Elliott. So I mean,
1: all right. See if y'all can check out what 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 you're looking now, at. I do here. like that. Do you know what I'm, what what I'm looking at? That's right.
3: Jimmy's car, but that's got the old uh, STP
1: paint scheme. And what else? Earnhardt. Yep. This is his ride for Darlington. They're doing throw, they do throwback weekend in Darlington this 500. He is doing a seven-time champion th- uh mixed car with Earnhardt's side panels, the black side panels, the black bumper, the black side and Richard Petty's uh, blue and that's actually an orange. Did you know that's orange. It's like it, it's a it's Petty orange is what it's called. Petty blue and Petty orange basically. Uh and Nice sweet car. Um, the only problem I have, could y'all can y'all know by looking at the car? It does. I'm gonna. My hint is it doesn't incorporate Jimmy enough. Oh, should have put the lows on the
3: back. Maybe no. You not, couldn't but put the. You this, couldn't the the put fact the that you the numbers not that. yellow.
1: There you go. now yeah. it. Yeah, I can see that. His numbers for the most part put were always the, on the yellow. Lowe's on all, he he had a few years of white and <clears> it <they> went black <throat> and white, but for the most part, that yellow 48 is what you're looking for. If they would throw a yellow forty-eight on that, I think it would it would be sweet. What's sweet about it, Hunter? Look, it's the numbers are the Petty style numbers and mm-hmm. the Earnhardt shots, so they got two different types of numbers on the top mm-hmm. and the bottom. Um, so that the, with the with the fonts is what I what I was getting at. I saw this Zach online and I like. I thought it was Bubba Wallace's car at first because I saw the, a lot of because I, well, I saw the stripes in the forty and I'm like, I said, is Petty adding another car? And I started looking at it, and then I read the tweet. It was from Jimmy talking about seven time, and I'm like, "Oh, I got you now." It's a it's a Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt crisscross uh, of cars, which I, I I think that's a pretty sweet, nice it little is. job. Uh, he was interviewed on Dale Earnhardt Junior podcast the other day. Um, he he's not going to return this year. He's going to drive some Indy next year, uh, and a couple of other things. Um, I I'm just <clears throat> I I I don't like. I hate it. Like we're sitting here Zach, with one of the you know, they didn't give it they didn't have a chance to tell Earnhardt goodbye. Richard Petty went goodbye before it was a lot the internet was around. So now you've got a seven-time champion and the tracks are doing their best to honor him. But think about the fans. Think about all the fans that he has. My daughter loves racing and she loves Jimmy Johnson. She she loves him so much. She'll pull against me <laughs> on the video game at home she'll she'll so whoever i pick she's pulling for jimmy and 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 my son likes them and and they granted they've got to go to some races over the past <laughs> few years to, to see them race but still i was going to splurge for the pit pass this year uh, and 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 take them down in there and let them get to see the cars hopefully maybe even get a picture of jimmy or somebody you know they're really open to that when you get the pit pass and stuff so kind of hoping for that uh and i think that's just sad that you know, like Dale said, without the fans and everything, it's, it's just sad that he's not getting a, a, a great, you know, farewell, you know, in a sense that he could. And, uh you now I, I just – going from city to city, there's just so many different things and opportunities I guess they, they could have done and they didn't get to. But he'll get to do some
2: of it next year. So, um, all right, Hunter, did, did I miss anything? I don't believe so. Uh, just unfortunate that, you know, NBA got to be stupid. Oh, one more NASCAR thing. Besides the fact we got to go down the hall and spank kids the rest of the day, uh, <laughs> uh,
1: did you see car of the future? No, I did not. Did they release it?
2: Uh, they've supposedly been somebody saw it, like driving around at Darlington yeah. or Daytona, like testing it out. So they brought it back out for work on it.
1: Have you seen the uh, Goodyear controversy? Yeah. Uh huh. You have not. So I'm wondering where this is going with NASCAR. Uh, they've kind of backtracked today. Uh, yesterday they they. There was a slide on one of their training programs that came through uh, Hunter and it said no tolerance policy on anyone wearing MAGA, blue lives, white lives, or all lives matter stuff. But they encourage you to wear black lives matter. And there was another one that you could uh, say. LGBT, LGBT, LGBT stuff. So Goodyear, this is on a training session slide. So they're saying you what you can't do for one thing, and what you it's can conservative do. conservative side stuff. So basically, and, and this is to the employees, what's acceptable and not acceptable. So today's been a big uh, day for Goodyear. They've they've had some heat from from NASCAR fans for a while, you know, that when these tires blow out in India and other places, the fans and the drivers hate it. So, so the president got into it today. Yes, he did. Said, don't buy Goodyear tires, blah, 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 blah. You know, but, but I'm... Interested to see where this goes as far as any connections with NASCAR. Yeah, I wasn't you know trying to get into tr- it with political trouble with trying, tires with right. mm-hmm. So is this a next year that they, they've been talking to going to the single hubcap wheel anyway? Is this a chance or, or reason to change to Firestone, and, and that's the that's the big the big question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goodyear opened up their their plant this year. Zach Fiddle surprise you in China. <laughs> so that's where we are. We talked. We started talking like you know this stuff. You know, sports aren't supposed to be political, and it and it very well turns into it very quickly. Uh, NBA's went that way. The ratings are down across <laughs> the board on on the folks that are going political. Um, I, I thought, you know, it, what's di- with the, with the whole national anthem thing? I, I think they can get away with more, all the kneeling and all the what they're doing now, without fans in the building because uh, you ain't gonna have somebody booing. You know, uh, maybe they don't have this. They don't get the same reaction from the fans. A lot of weird stuff with this, and uh, I, I just can't wait and, and can't wait for us to get back to. You know the the virus exasperated all this stuff. There's there's a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with us not having games, and and it's just I think a lot of people are stressed um, in sports, out of sports, teachers, kids, students mm-hmm. um, for the unknown. People don't like the unknown. Uh, don't like don't you know don't like not being able to plan. So <coughs> anyway, uh, just hoping and praying for a soon to be better time, Zach, and uh, across the board for for sports <coughs> and everybody else um i guess we'll finish up with that i don't think i have anybody really else or anything else hunter
2: no i don't have anything
1: saturday uh folks real quick braves baseball on ktc as always racing on ktc as always and then saturday we'll have saturday sports talk with mitchum's kitchen breakfast brought to you by friendship chrysler jeep dodge ram and nissan so zach let's go spank some kids yep and uh I'll let y'all nap. I'll let y'all nap time. We'll we'll see you guys next week on KTC Shock Jock Sports uh, Sports uh, Podcast.